Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters uh, and realize that our, our precious, precious uh, Power Rangers actors actually aren't nearly as bad as we always thought they were. Um, I'm Zach, <laughs> and joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hey, how's it going? Uh, we've got Joel. Now, I... I don't feel like we need to be raising the or lowering the bar for everyone else just because we found a new low rung on the tier. Okay, like, okay that's fair. Uh, they, are, they are not the worst actors that they could possibly be, which we right. will d- discover today or, or yesterday. Whatever. It's fine. Yesterday. It's just the opening bit. I don't think <laughs> I'm out very discover hard. yesterday. It's fine. Yeah, shut up. Uh, okay. We've got, got Emily. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And we have our friend Frankie. Hey, I'm very excited to talk about the second episode of Code Lyoko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest, that might have had that might have had more going for it than this I, does. I don't think so. <laughs> Ask me <laughs> so, and Mike, we saw the first episode, so... Oh, God, so it's, it's probably better as a show, but there's nothing, like, really... Honestly, creepy in in this master writer pilot. Yeah, there were no yeah. half naked children in in this show. So, <laughs> oh, I was gonna say there was some For creepy s- stuff in here, but nothing on that level. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. There's no voyeuristic changing scene of a fourteen year old. So Frankie has been on one of our um one of our bonus episodes before, uh, but you've never been on uh the main show. So we're excited to have yeah, you thank on. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. So, the first thing that we always do when we have a new guest is, we ask, what is your history with the Power Rangers franchise? Uh, so, huge fan as a kid. Uh, I grew up in Mexico, so I watched Power Rangers in Spanish most of my life growing up. But I watched them all the way up to in space. Uh, okay. And, like, as a kid, I think there's pictures of me in, like, my seventh, uh, seventh year birthday uh, dressed as the Blue Power Ranger. Uh, awesome. So there's that. And then uh, I think I watched it in Spanish all the way up to space. And then I stopped for a little bit. And then I remember 
I was trying to learn English and I was watching uh, American TV because I grew up like right. I grew up in the border of Mexico and the United States, so we got like you know your your basic channels uh, of the antenna. Right. So I remember it was the debut episode of uh, what's that one called? Lightspeed Rescue. And uh, I, I was like, okay, I'll watch this one. And I was very excited to watch it, even though I had invited a friend over from school and we were supposed to play WCW NWO Revenge. But I wanted to watch. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I wanted to watch this Power Rangers show. And I, I think I was like 14 at the time, maybe. I can't remember what year it came up. I, yeah. I was a very silly child. That's awesome. So so did you tr- did you keep watching it yeah, or did you kind of give I gave up? up? I think I watched like one episode and then I gave up and then it wasn't until like 4 years ago when I uh, stumbled into uh, Linkara's History of Power Rangers nice. that got me back and then I watched a little bit here and there and then you guys got me back into Power Rangers uh, last year no this year and uh, I went through all of your archive, and then I I watched a bunch of old stuff. I watched stuff in the middle. I, um, thanks to the bonus episodes, I started watching some of uh, Sentai stuff that I never watched before. Oh, cool. I even got obsessed for it, and for like four months, I worked on a tabletop Sentai Power Rangers game that... Exists in my computer and I may never share, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> man, I've got so much I can relate to yeah. that. I got so much stuff in like folders on my computer that for tabletop stuff that never happened. I ended up uh, repurposing a lot of the lore and I made a quest for the game follow. Uh, I made a Sentai quest. Oh, cool! So and that exists, and I can if people want it, I can send them to them. I just made it into a pre PDF, but. I don't want to play it on drive through or anywhere because it's uh it's based off of someone else's game, so I don't want to charge. Oh, for gotcha. It. Yeah, I it's it's the idea of um of a Power Rangers or Sentai based uh pen and paper game. I know we've talked briefly about how Hyper RPG is mm-hmm. doing something that's that's sponsored by Saban. I've tried to to modify like D and D or or there's a hero system to do that stuff. And the problem that I always ran into is like I don't know how to make five people piloting one robot fun yeah. in pen and paper. That's really hard. I I, feel I guess like you that's... could have like each player can do an action on their turn that the Zord would Megazord would do. Well, yeah. yeah. So so I, it would it way... would be like yeah. Like, just have everyone be taking, like, just have the player turn and then the enemy turn and have the players have to work together. Like, everyone has to, to roll ch- stuff to or your yeah, do something yeah, to, figure out, yeah. to figure out how the action The way I was handling it is it was a Powered by the Apocalypse system, so 2d6. Uh, and 6 minus is a failure, 7 to 9 is a mixed success, 10 plus is a success. The way I was handling it is... Yeah, everyone takes a turn inside the cockpit, but if like if it's a six minus, then like the robot stumbles or you get hit. Uh, so that way, it's a more narrative based game. So like the nitty gritty, yeah. Like okay, I move a feet, then you move a feet. That's not really necessary. You don't have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, I mean, the the show never figures it out, yeah. so why would you have to? <laughs> it's just what sounds and looks cool. Yeah. There was a Penny Arc- um You know how like, the Penny Arcade people do like those um, streaming of actual play? Like, they're, yeah, they're actually, playing the game. Yeah, actually, One of the um, ending things was they were fighting the Tarrasque with essentially a Megazord. And I think they literally just like... Okay, you got the left leg, you got the right leg, you got the right arm, you got the left arm. And on their action, they'd be like, okay, it's your turn. And he'd be like, I kick or something like that. Like, yeah, I mean, you can do, you can definitely yeah. do it that way. I just, I'm not sure that would be fun if you're doing it like a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. Like as a set piece, yeah, totally. That That's fine. That's true, I've yeah. I've done that in one of my games. I ran a long-running mass game that uh, at one point I had 20 people. Uh, you can hear about wow, it right. inside the Master Studio. I have an episode talking about it. Um, All right, but yeah, one of the episodes, uh, one of the issues, because every session there was a different issue. I called um, uh, Space Dumpster, and the whole thing <laughs> was like aliens came in into the Space Dumpster in the middle of the baseball field at the superhero school, and then like the science teacher was like, "Oh, I know how to beat this. Get into my giant mega sword." And then the students <laughs> fought the monsters. <laughs> that's really good. Cool. All right. So uh, that that's awesome. I'm so I'm glad that you're. So I have one question. Mm-hmm. It it was dubbed into Spanish, yes. right? Did they du- did they have the people who are doing the dubs go over the like kiosks and yeah. stuff? Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. all. Okay. That's awesome. Cool. That, yeah, because Masked Rider is in different regions. Uh, I don't He's remember better. him being this bad, so maybe he was better. Uh, I I think that you guys will eventually get to next season. It's apparently the alien, or this season actually, the alien rangers sound like they're underwater in English. That doesn't happen in yes. Spanish. They just sound regular. Oh, nice. <laughs> that makes more sense, though, because they're not in yeah. water. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. That filter is so stupid. We'll talk about it <laughs> I when do we get ask, to it. Uh, so you've 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 seen and heard these actors uh, in English and heard them dubbed in Spanish. Is there is there any particular character where like the the Spanish dub of that character sounds wildly different from the English actor? Because I know sometimes that happens in dubs. Yeah. Like, wow, this this person sounds nothing like the original actor. Yeah, I. I'm trying to remember because it's been a while since I saw them, uh, since I heard them in Spanish. But like, I remember Billy, and Billy sounds similar, but more. Um, I don't know if confident is the right word. Like he sounds more sure of himself in Spanish. Uh, I was a little surprised. Like his voice sounds softer in English than what I was expecting it based on on the dub. Uh, Kimberly's very similar. Tommy's very similar. And Trini, I remember being similar, and then I don't remember anyone else. Okay. So, so real quick, if you're curious and you have Netflix, oh yeah, uh, it actually lets you use the Spanish audio if you want to hear what it sounds like. So, oh shit, you know I'm gonna have to do I'm that. I'm gonna switch it. Let's let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So it's got Spanish, French, and Brazilian Portuguese. But, if you, da, 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 if you da, da, just audio Spanish English. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Um. Uh, so maybe at, at our break, I'll listen to what yeah. uh, Prince Dex sounds like and see uh, if he's any better. I'm going to listen to <laughs> so, it in Spanish in the background as as we go on, and I'll let you know it. anything interesting. So speaking of, let's we're going to do a quick actor spotlight, and by quick, I mean <laughs> very fast, which is usually what people mean by quick. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Well, not on this show, though. Usually for us, quick is like 25 minutes. I usually mean crappy faux chocolate like powder for putting in your milk. Yeah, you wow, would. Wow, Joel. Freaking asshole. <laughs> Get fucking dunked on, Nestle so, Corporation, yeah. you water-stealing <laughs> assholes. So, um... Spotlight. So Ted Jan Roberts is uh, is the guy who plays Prince Dex. Um, he was born in on September twenty fourth, nineteen seventy nine, in L A. And that's it. That's what we know <laughs> about him. He was he's in a couple things um, before. So I, I've wait. So he was born in nineteen seventy nine. When did this episode come out? I'm just curious how old this he ep- is because uh, ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. Do the math because I can't. I'm terrible. So seventeen. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not wow. surprised. He looks like a kid. Yeah. So, so yeah. So here's the thing. Um. This. This guy must be a martial artist. It's not listed in his IMDb page. He doesn't have a Wikipedia. But he's in two movies before this that are both uh, like martial arts films. Uh, I cannot find any information about whether or not they were they were like direct to TV. But God, they must have been um, because <laughs> the first one is called uh, A Dangerous Place, and it came out in 1994. And I'm going to read to you the uh, the, the plot summary. Um, when Ethan's older brother, Greg, is found dead, the police rule the case a suicide. But Ethan suspects foul play stemming from Greg's recent involvement with a martial arts team called the Scorpions. <laughs> Ethan is also accomplished at martial arts and determined to join the Scorpions as a meaning, means of what learning what really happened to Greg. So... Wow. Um, okay. He that's this is a rival, a, like a karate murder movie, yeah. which is not something that's awesome. a child, apparently. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is 94, so he was like 14. Great. <laughs> Sounds like Miami connection. Yes. And then he's in one that comes out in 96, right before this, this episode, uh, called Tiger Heart. Uh, a teen martial arts expert and his martial arts class take on a bunch of thugs headed by a devious real estate ev- developer who is forcing a community to sell their property so he can build a mall. That is the 90s yep. plot that has ever existed. I love it so much. Yeah. I fucking love 90s martial art movie plots. And then he kind of he does this. Master Rider doesn't take off. He no. kind of disappears for a while. Like he's he plays like minor roles in a few TV shows, and like the last film role he had was like a minor, 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 minor role in the fucking Harvey Milk biopic made bet like hmm. like nine years ago. Yeah, I mean minor, like he's the thirtieth listed cast member or something like that. So yeah, it's it's I I don't know what he's up to these these days. Like if I had to guess, it would be uh. He would be, you know, running a dojo somewhere. It seems like that would be the kind of thing you would be like, yeah. I, r- come learn martial arts for me, because I, uh, I was in Mast Rider, and that's, that's it, yeah. <laughs> and people are like, what was that? What's that? And, like, we don't want to just assume because, like, here's the thing, folks. Sometimes it feels like maybe we're being a bit unfair when we look at someone's IMDb and there's basically nothing. Like, 
odds are the person just found something else to do with their lives. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always, I hope he's happy. Like, uh, I remember we were, uh, when we were doing the VR Troopers episode, like, the guy who played uh, JB, who's like the, 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 the number two guy in VR Troopers, like, his IMDB cuts off suddenly, and we dug a little deeper, and he became, like, a game developer. Oh, cool. So, like, you know, just, you know, the, some of these folks just don't, like, stay actors. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to break into acting and really make it big. Like, if you're not a, like headlining actor like you have to survive on bit parts and it doesn't honestly pay super well especially for the cost of living in like la yeah so like i can't really blame people for being like you know what this isn't worth it there's better more rewarding career paths for me here um i'm sorry breaking news he was also in that uh you know simon the like light up uh like you have to to remember the light pattern game yeah it's like an electronic game that Milton Bradley put no, out. No, Zach, in the Simon is here today. No, not that Simon. It's an electronic game that has colored lights. So you're lights saying that there's up. a robot version of Simon somewhere out there? <laughs> there's Mecha Simon. Do, do you know how? Do you know how sometimes we call him Simone? Oh, yeah. That's that's not us, that's not us being <laughs> shitty Americans and mispronouncing his French Canadian name and only occasionally uh, remembering to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. That's a separate entity. Yeah, that's Mecha Simone. Oh, one of them's a robot. Got it. So anyway, it's no, both of not. their birthdays today. <laughs> yeah, it is. Happy yeah, we're actually re- yeah, recording on both birthday. Simon and Simone's birthday. It's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, happy birthday, Simon. So uh, and Simone. Anyway, and Simone. Sorry, God, I hate both of you. So um, <laughs> apparently, he was also in the ad for that toy. Where, and I actually just looked this up and watched it, and now I remember it, which is where there's this kid in an alley, and, like, a graffiti of a weird person comes up the wall and plays him in Simon, and I did not remember oh, this fuck. until I watched I it. I remember can you, this. Can you oh, share shit. this? Wow. Uh, but, but uh, okay. he is the kid in this thing, so if you Google, or if you YouTube Simon ad 1994, you can see a young Prince Dex uh, fighting a weird fucking uh, graffiti man. Eric, I know I have too much of a tendency to ask you to put shit in. Please put in the audio from this ad. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. You're mine. Simon. Let's do it. The fun is in the challenge, Simon. Take the Simon challenge, Simon. The Simon challenge. You gotta repeat the patterns of colored lights and sounds. The longer you play, the more challenging the pattern gets. The winner's the one who keeps it going the longest. If you miss, you get the rest. And your history. Oh, yeah. The fun is in the challenge, Simon. Take the Simon challenge, Simon. Simon, Simon. So, so you know so you don't yeah. have to go to YouTube and look anything up. We'll just we'll just put it here yeah, for you. There you go. No, you should still watch yeah. it because the visuals yeah. are something else. Honestly, you, did I you guys was... see when he left behind so, graffiti? Eric, of put the visuals in this podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so, how. You're the editor. Figure right. out. Hold, hold <laughs> on, folks, folks. Frankie, Frankie's trying no, to say something. Saying, I'm sorry. I was cheering for the for the graffiti man and that and that confrontation. He seemed really into it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor graffiti man. He does like melt yeah. in half when he loses, which is sad. unfortunate. It's yeah. terrifying. Wait, wait. But is like, that is that commercial just documenting a murder? Yep. You know <laughs> yeah, all those uh, Simon murders from the nineties. Oh right. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Wait, 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 wait,
he when when the kid wins though he leaves behind a, a graffiti version of himself so did he just battle the high score of someone else kind yeah. of thing oh yeah emily didn't you know simon simon works on Yu-Gi-Oh rules yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, that <laughs> other person is banished to the shadow realm now <laughs> yeah exactly Penalty game graffiti <laughs> so, art <laughs> so all of this you is push to say my trap light <laughs> Gross. So all of this is to say you should understand the level of quality of acting that we're dealing with because this episode so so yeah, let's move into the episode. This is season 3 episode yeah, 2. Yeah, I mean we'd better of- get going cuz we're going to run out of time trying to talk about everything that happens here. Uh, <laughs> shut up. This is so episode much. 2. Uh, pa- uh episode 2 season 3 A Friend in Need part 2. Okay, so notes Already from the the Spanish dub I'm listening to, that I forgot it, and the moment it happened, I remembered. Sort the voice actor in Spanish for Sordon says Power Rangers, and whenever the words Power Rangers show up in the intro in the title screen, like in the in the oh, in the opening credits yeah, in the credits, it, it happens. Wait, that's wild. It happens in the middle so- and in the end. And they'll just show it, and then the voice actor for Sorum will go, Power Rangers! Power Rangers! <laughs> so so okay. they don't they don't translate the name, it's still just Power Rangers? Oh, no, yeah. Power Rangers is Power Rangers. But, you know, you have to pronounce yeah. it like me, like a Mexican. Power Rangers. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think that's how a lot of that stuff works. Yeah. If, if you've ever watched... Uh, like dubbed TV shows, especially for kids, um, like you'll you'll be listening and and then they'll just say like whatever the name is, right. especially well, names. The, I mean, I assume the reason for that is because you know it's Capital Power, Capital Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's a, a title. Name. It's not right. They're not just they're not just Power Rangers as like a you know Rangers with a lot of power. Like that's their title. Yeah. Like what's right. even a so, Ranger in Spanish? Like power would be poder, but Ranger. I studied Spanish and English and interpretation and translation for two years. I don't know what would be a ranger. Uh, what's a ranger in D and D in Spanish? I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I need to figure this so, out. No, so a ranger, a ranger is like I, I think in this case it's used like 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 how like uh, a ranger in law enforcement or mm-hmm. yeah or something or like like ranger, a park right? ranger. What do you call what yeah. do you call the guy that like is in charge okay. of maintaining a public park? Okay, I, I remember now. Guardabosques, which literally means uh, forest guardian. One word. Guardabosques. That's awesome. Rad. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> okay, so so I guess I guess the word you would use is just guardian, like just yeah. power guardian. What would that be? Uh, yeah, guardian de poder. There you go. You that's fucking that's cool. The day to to show that it's the guardian of power. I guess you could say. Poder, no, it would have to be Guardian de Poder. Guardians of Guardian Power, of power, is, a power fucking... is a much better name than Power Rangers. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Let's watch that shit. Like, so, you, know, you know how Tommy keeps trying to be like, we're the Power Rangers. Like, he's actually going to fucking intimidate mm-hmm. a monster. If, if, if he shows up, he's like, we're the Guardians of Power. Every <laughs> alien from here to I, the end of the universe is shitting themselves. Mike, I like, how, I like how by changing the name, you also give Tommy a badass <laughs> attitude he has never possessed. Yeah, yeah. So, so we open this episode with. Uh, I do want to say that when this show first came out, the only like like 
um, comparative thing I had for Rangers was the Park Ranger from Yogi Bear. I did not understand why they were called Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. I don't know that we ever brought that up before. I don't really know that I knew what a Ranger was in any other context. So <laughs> yeah. I am yeah. desperately trying to na- remember the name of the Park Ranger from Yogi Bear. What the I don't fuck think he has that a name. name. He's just was a Ranger Smith. Smith? Yeah, Ranger Smith. Smith. Ranger yeah. Smith. Oh, okay. okay, could Ranger Smith uh, defeat? A Power Rangers monster. No, he couldn't even defeat a idiot bear. He's smarter than the average bear. Yeah, he says it all the time. Did, you know, Joel, listen, Yogi's an asshole, but he's very clearly smarter than the average bear. Like, <laughs> okay, that is you his, are taking the word of an idiot bear at face value. <laughs> You're so mean to Yogi. <laughs> I don't think most bears can Boo-boo speak. Boo-boo I will buy as being smart. <laughs> okay, fine. So, we open on, on Enoy, um, and we've got, uh, this, this big fucking, like, it's literally the, the space, uh, like, space snakes from, okay, um, no. fuck, Avengers. It's a good I know you weren't here last week, but we established it is a space dolphin spider. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That checks out. I don't like that. No, all. it's bad, but that's an accurate <laughs> description of it. I mean, okay, yeah, it's a it that that actually does sort of describe it. That's fine. So it's shooting at um, uh, at not it's shooting Mars. at our heroes. Yeah, at Mars. I mean, they literally just—it's the same place they always film, but they put a red filter. Yeah. I'm sure you talked about it. Uh, they run into a cave, um, and so, uh, Mast Rider. Uh, finally is able to unmorph or, well, or he he or... explains that like Dragon's Plague Patrol now knows where we are. Sire, are you injured? Are you alright, Prince Dex? I will be fine, my friends. I need to rest, but a moment. Whoa! He's humanoid. But who are you? What's your name? I feel that maybe we can trust them, Sire. My name is Dex, Prince of Edenoid. I am also called the Mask Rider, a power bestowed upon me to battle evil and injustice. It is safe to breathe in here. We are far away enough from the mine site, and our air is similar to that of Earth. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. he unmasks, and then we discover that Ted Jan Roberts has been leading a double life because he he's literally Zack. I, that's not fair. I, my dudes, he, he looks like you. He kind of sounds like you. Do you have like a long lost twin? Is this your dad? No, oh like what's God. going on? I don't think so. Wait, wait yeah, Zach, His... are you Zach? Are you royalty? I, yes, I'm Prince Prince Zach's. Yeah, exactly. No, I will say his hair is like literally just mine. That that's Zach, fair. Listen, I, will, I'm I mean, go, I'm he gonna... even has a fucking mind crystal in his skull, like you do. Like, yeah, just like yeah. I deny it. <laughs> so yeah, these people have like these crystals in their on their foreheads. That's how you know they're aliens. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but yeah, so he unmasks, and it's just like okay. He has no affectation nope. in his voice at all. Like, he's a robot. It's really bizarre. We discussed this before the call started, but or for the, before the podcast started, but he seems like he wandered off a set of, a, like, a Disney Channel mm-hmm. like Saturday morning show with yeah. where, where he was, like, a, like, background actor in, like, two scenes. <laughs> yeah. And again, like... 
it must be that he was chosen because he can do martial arts. There's no other explanation. Yeah. I mean, same with same with every cast member on this show up to this point. But the thing with this guy is from the words he's using and like and from like the dramatic pauses he tries to put in, like it's very clear that he knows the character he's playing is supposed to be a prince. He's supposed to be regal and mm-hmm. important and like the director whoever told him to go for that. He's failing so badly, mm-hmm. but I can at least <laughs> tell that that's what he's going for. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of more than anything else, and I just just remembered that um, Adrian, my wife, mentioned this when we were watching it. It reminds me of if you've ever been to a Christmas uh, nativity play where the children <laughs> do the like, and lo, the angel came from on high and blessed Mary <laughs> with her. Baby, like that's what it sounds. I love the like. Zach, I love how your there. accent came out when yeah. doing that. <laughs> so yeah, that's I mean that's, exactly really, that's really what Dex is. Is just Zach. If Zach didn't have his his accent at all, that's Dex. <laughs> so two notes from the dub. One, his voice actor, because because he's a voice actor in Spanish, is intonating and is saying things with like. Meaning and cadence, so it's good. Mi nombre es Dex, príncipe de Edenoy. También llamado jinete enmascarado. And two, <laughs> good. They decided. I don't think they did this for the show, but for the episode, they decided to let to translate literally Max Mask Rider. So it's not like Power Ranger is el jinete enmascarado. That's what he calls himself. That's awesome because we didn't we didn't mention it. I mean, but like common rider is what it's called in Japanese. So and that's all they did for this. They just masked rider. There you go. Yeah. So like yeah, so that's consistent at least. Is rider just a loan word in Japan? Like do they not I have don't know. their own word I for it? Tell you. I don't think so. I think they just like It sounds cool. I mean, listen, we've watched enough Toku and anime and all that stuff to know, like, sometimes Japanese things just use English words because they sound cool. Yeah. Right, no, and or, I don't we do that all the time. Or like uh, Gotcha Man, who's a superhero, like, that's not a word. They just think it sounds neat. Well, it's With the, the end. Like, isn't yeah. Gotcha the sound that the machine makes? That it, Yes, it's supposed to be an onomatopoeia of, like, machinery, yeah. Yeah, it's like the crank is Gotch, and then when it comes down from the machine, that's like Gotcha. Is, yeah, is, yep, is Gotcha exactly. on, like... Uh, Gashapon theme? No is that the thing? Oh. No, 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 no. But but that is it is supposed to sound like machinery. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is he's terrible. He's really bad. It's it's unfortunate, and it's it's especially frustrating because, and I'd imagine this is much better in the Spanish dub, and and maybe maybe Frankie can verify mm-hmm. this. It everything Dex is saying is written like it's supposed to have tons of gravitas. Like, in the previous episode and later in this episode, and I think in part three as well, there's a moment where he stops and gives a dramatic speech about his responsibility and the royal lineage and how, like, we're going to rise up and we're going to finally take down whatever the name of the villain is I've already forgotten. Count Dragon. Count Dragon. Like, he gives this dramatic speech, but... And, like, you could tell from the words that if someone who was good at emoting was giving the speech, <laughs> yeah. it would have a ton of real, like, actual earnest mm-hmm. weight. But yeah. it's not being read by someone who has that. And so no. it doesn't. 
it works in Spanish because his face it looks if you take away the the sound his face and his expression look solemn and emotional and sad so if you put like a good voice behind it it actually works but his monotone yeah. voice in English is horrible yeah so they needed to yeah. do what they used to do with guests all the time which is just dub have him. an adult yeah. dub over him yeah yeah <laughs> so uh he introduces his friends who have names, but boy, I don't care. These are my friends. Sirius, Dunius, and Farian. Um, and... Wow! <laughs> well, they're never going to be mentioned again. It doesn't matter. So yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure these characters don't show up in the Masked Rider show. No, because the Masked <laughs> Rider show, at the end of this, I... I, well, actually, I'm not sure if this happens at the end of this, but in the Masked Rider show, he is from Edenoi, but he goes to Earth. Right. So, no, like, we, we touched on that slightly last time. Like, they basically retell this pilot, but without the Power Rangers in it. Right. So It's really so I don't even th- Yeah. So I don't even think, um, <laughs> I don't think they show up again. But I mean, yeah, so, listen, um, we haven't. I don't think any of us have actually watched any of Master Rider yet. Man, that yet is hanging really heavy over our heads. <laughs> yeah. Now listen, we're 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 going to. I'm 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 committed to this, but like at least for now, I have not sat down and watched a whole episode of Master Rider because fuck. I was gonna say if if only because we weren't able to get Julie on any of these, we have to do a bonus episode. Like we have to. So yeah, yeah. Um. So so okay. He's like, okay, now I've shown you who I am. I've trusted you with my identity, question mark, because, like, that's... Yeah, what are they, they going to do, do with this information? With information? They're from fucking Earth. Um, uh, so who <laughs> are you? And vice versa, and, really. <laughs> and Tommy's like... I'm Tommy. Adam. I'm Billy. Aisha. This is my dog, Buster. And then they lose their powers. We're the Power Rangers. We protect the planet Earth. Uh, we were sent here by Zordon and Alpha 5. Yeah, good, to, good fucking to, point, Emily. Like, yeah. It's rule number fucking one. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if they're not humans for some reason. Maybe it doesn't count if you're not inert. I mean, I guess, yeah, the whole thing is the citizens they're protecting can't know who they are. Maybe Zordon didn't hear of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, it. If they're too far away. Like, we talk, like, there's the follow-up rule about not using it for, like, personal gain, and I think the rules only matter insofar as, like, I think that, I think that identity rule is really just meant to tie it into the personal gain one. Like, if you become famous because of this, like, you're just, you're just using this for celebrity, and celebrity corrupts, and also you're a shitty teenager, and we don't want that. Right. So... Like, so if you're just revealing your identity to a fucking alien, you know, fucking whatever. And also, I think yeah. someone, I think it was Joel mentioned it. I think it actually has to do with sword and listening. That would make sense. It's like, no, they don't lose, like, it's not magic. They don't lose their powers automatically. But if Sordon sees them, like, telling people or breaking one <laughs> of the rules, he can be like, no, fuck you. You're not a Power Ranger anymore. He pulls a plug, yeah. Oh, so Tommy, mm-hmm. so com- Tommy can tell absolutely everyone then, because Lord knows Zordon doesn't give a shit Aww. what he's doing. <laughs> so, so Billy is like, we were we were sitting here to assess the situation and see how you guys are doing, and then report back to, to Zordon. So it seems bad. Um, and then Tommy goes, "Tell us, Dex, what happened to your planet? And what are those 
crystals on your forehead? <laughs> Which is a really rude question. Yeah. Tommy, you yeah. can't just ask people about their crystal yeah. foreheads. Like, Tommy being culturally insensitive there. Yeah. It's really like, good. I mean, listen, did you watch Mean Girls or not, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is actually what I thought of. And yeah, also yeah. the idea that Tommy, like, okay, it's aliens. We've talked about this before. In Power Rangers, canonically, other places have humans. Yeah. It's dumb, but that's that's how it works. Uh, so I guess his concern is like, he's just like, wait, you're like me, but explain. Explain this thing oh. on your face. <laughs> yeah, but like, you're just, you're walking up to someone and being like, hey, so yes, we're here to help. But also, yo, what's up with your species? Hey, why are you different yeah. than me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's really not good. Yeah. So let's let's go through this as quickly as we can because we get a massive fucking info dump here. Be- well, before the because info dump, I just want to say uh, two things. I I I'm not watching the show week to week like you are. So to see the Power Rangers without the helmet and the suits, I don't know how often it happens, but it did take me like, oh, that's cool. I don't remember seeing that all the time as a kid. It, they it, started it doing it in happen. season two, and it happens more yeah. often than it should, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't cool. like it. I like. It, I think it, it, it still had that effect on me. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, because they didn't do it in the first season at all. It's only, It only happened starting in the second season. And um, the, So real quick, yeah. before we go to the exposition dump, uh, I don't... So he asks what's up with your crystal, and then... Dex uses it to, like, project an image onto the wall, but also he says, Mind crystals. They give us the ability to communicate our thoughts as well as images. The first thing he says is mind crystals, which, like, is he saying that those are just, like, crystals that are from the ground and then they just, like, slap th- them on their foreheads? I think that's, I think that's the subtitler fucking yeah. up. I think he they're mind, mind crystals. Crystal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Because they let, them, because they let them communicate their thoughts. Yeah. Right, yeah. that makes sense, because I got confused, because, like, then the next thing he says is... Count Dragon has enslaved our people and forced them to mine the soil. So I was like, wait, so you just dug these up and then, like, anybody can slap these on, their, on your <laughs> No, because the only, the only and, thing in their, in, uh, below the ground on their planet is apparently noxious gas. Which, like... Which, why didn't that become a problem sooner? Mm-hmm. So, he says... He, we're mining the soil, which releases noxious gas, which will destroy our planet. Here's my question. Is there any resource that Count Dragon is gaining, or is he just an asshole? I'm pretty he's sure he's just asshole. being a dick. It could honestly go either way, because apparently the only resource Count Dragon is actually after, and the only reason he hasn't just straight up blown up this planet, because we did see him just blow up a planet last week. Great. Yeah. Uh, but, like, he specifically wants the masked rider powers. That is the only thing he's after okay and like and that's not to and that's not to make it seem like the master writer you know powers is some terrible thing like this is this isn't a like oh is is you know is gotham worse because batman exists kind of situation like no like he would have just blown up the planet otherwise you right know? and and also it's just weird to me that they don't say like he's mining for unobtainium and mm-hmm. that released the bad gas it's literally just we are mining, and gas comes no, out. He and- monologues about this in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. He specifically talks about forcing them to mine up the poisonous gas of their own planet. Okay, so he's an asshole. He's just a dick. They don't look like they ever dig that far deep. Like, it's a 
maybe like three feet oh and it's right below the surface like, like that's ridiculous like the, this whole town they've living on this planet where it just has poison underneath its soil for some reason yeah, yeah <laughs> no it's just a fucking balloon yeah for real how do they evolve on this planet without like getting some kind of like i don't know defense against it or something <laughs> Like it literally anytime they build a house, gas comes out. Like, yeah. So so part of this info dump is that the reason the Edenoid Edenoyans Edenoidians, I don't know what they're Edenoyings. Um the the reason they're so they were so vulnerable to to Count Dragon's attack is because they're a peaceful race uh, who don't know war, and the only real like weapon of any significance on the planet is the mass rider powers. And Right, which makes them, you know, giant galactic pushovers that yeah. 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 So, but maybe the reason they're so peaceful in the first place is at some point they realized, like, listen, anytime we get into any kind of significant scuffle, if we, you know, and, and let alone, like, actually set off explosives, like, we risk releasing this fucking yeah. death gas. Maybe we should just yeah. all just agree not to fight each other forever, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so. <laughs> That's and then like so he he explains all this and then he shuts off his projector mm-hmm. and then he turns around and says, "This is what has become of our planet." The end. <laughs> and then we so anyway, if you have a Windows phone, you can mirror cast my forehead. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what's, good. What's great is he finishes like he he sh- he shuts up off the fucking like like uh like the fucking point uh powerpoint presentation out of his forehead yeah. turn around and says like okay that's it that's all i've got to show you and then billy at- we cut to commercial and then fade back in billy asks another question and then he turns around and starts broadcasting again yeah yes yeah he's just like okay hold on fine uh let me get the other slide and go yeah so so he says it, that it took, it took him a minute to change the slides in his own head he says that the mask rider powers have existed on Edenoi for many centuries Handed down from king to king, kept always ready but never needed until recently. They've always had the powers, but they've never been used until now. What the fuck? Well, not for a long time is the thing. Okay, because peaceful sure. race is super weapon. Yeah, it's but that's. Well, I mean, I I don't like I don't like that because it does one it doesn't make a lot of sense and two like. Wouldn't it be useful to have a superhero around in case, like, yeah. there is a gas rupture somewhere and you need somebody who can run in and, like, <laughs> fix it or, <laughs> like, put out a, a fire or something? Yeah. You know, you're super, uh, super mechanic who's going to come <laughs> fix your gas leak. Yeah, like, don't you, don't you need bicycle repairman? Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold up. Hold up, y'all. What, what if, what if that's why the king has been building robots? Because remember, the reason they're here is that Dex's grandpa, the current king, built Alpha 5. Oh, yeah. And Alpha was all like, I'm sad and you got to go help them. Wait, 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 hold on. I just realized Alpha is Zach's uncle. (laughs) God damn it. That's TWA cannon now. So, um, so yeah, he says, no, like, I've been using them to to stop them from blowing us all up, but also our rebel forces... And it's not going great, and I'm because we have one rider, person and... who has like a weapon of right. any kind, <laughs> and the rest of us know martial arts, I guess. And like, listen, my three friends here—they're basically ninjas. Like, you just fought them last week, <laughs> but also, like, I'm kind of the only person with any powers whatsoever on our planet. Right. Okay. So, one more thing about this Minecraft thing: in his own show, when he's on Earth, does he just wear hats all the time, or like? I don't know. I, so. Uh, again, from what little information digging I've done on this, and a lot, uh, mostly reading Wikipedia descriptions, 
apparently within the realm of the psychic powers of the mind crystal is if he concentrates, he can keep other people from noticing he has it. Great. Okay. But but there are like comedy sitcom shenanigans when he loses his concentration and he runs the risk of somebody else seeing his crystal. Oh, uh, well, whoopsie. Whoops. Okay. So Saw my crystal. That's a good lesson for all the kids out there. Like, be very careful. Don't let strangers see your crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it safe. Yes. So at this point, um, we cut to uh, before the we before center. we cut just what? two things from well one from the dub and one from my notes. Uh, from the dub, you asked me if the voices were similar. So Tommy has a regular pitch uh, voice. Uh, Rocky has a high pitch voice. Aisha has a high pitch voice. And for some reason, Billy and Adam have low pitch voices. Soy Tommy. Adam. Yo Billy. Aisha. Este es mi perro Buster. Okay, sure. And, All right. and from my I notes, I am a frog. I don't know. Yeah, more phenomenal. I don't know if you. <laughs> These readings are off the charts. If you've talked about <laughs> this before, because I can't remember. Uh, but watching this, I realized that Rocky, Adam, and Tommy all have an earring on the same ear, and I'm hoping yes, they, they all do. went to get that the same day together. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. <laughs> That's great. The earring thing is like. It's actually part of 90s fashion I'd forgotten about until we were watching this show is like the single ear earring for dudes. It was big for a while and like some people can pull it off, but it was huge to the point where like everybody fucking had one. And my guess is they all just thought it was cool and then like showed up to film one day and were like, oh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) well, um, I can't take it out for a couple of weeks with the whole clothes, so we're just wearing them. Um, yeah, we don't yet have uh, the technology to CGI out jewelry <laughs> or facial hair. So, well, I mean, they probably oh like, the producers probably like, well, that the kids will like that. That's cool. Like, I, I'm sorry, this is gonna date the episode, uh, and that that's fine. Have you guys seen the screenshots of? Henry Cavill in uh, Justice League. Right, from where the reshoots sh- where they had to CGI oh, out they his had mustache. to CGI off his mustache. It's really bad. bad. It's super creepy. He has creepy half-computer face, and I don't like it. <laughs> I can't believe you would spoil that Superman is in the Justice League movie. <laughs> so, uh... They should have said Superman have a mustache. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah like, <laughs> Superman with a mustache would rule. Are you kidding me? It's such a it's such a porn stash, though. It's the best. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm I'm with you. He they should have just let Superman have a mustache, but it is a sleazy mustache. I love so, it like, so much, <laughs> and also that kind of fits the Superman <laughs> in those movies. Uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. so the reason he didn't just shave it off is he had a contract with another movie and was contractually Seriously? obligated to keep was- the mustache. I'm wondering what the hell kind of character he. Was playing. It's, uh, it's from a new. It's from the next Mission Impossible, and yeah, he was contractually obligated to keep his mustache. I love that. Which is well, I know. I that mean, happens. no, that makes perfect like, sense because they need to keep visual continuity in their movie, and <laughs> it's good. A lot harder to get a fake mustache that's going to match perfectly. Fuck the Justice League. There's a. There's um one of the X Men movies. There were reshoots where um uh Hugh Jackman was in the middle of making uh, Van Helsing, mm-hmm. and. His hair is super long, 
Uh, so they just put a hairpiece on him, but like it's sitting two inches like high on his head because of how much hair is under there, and it looks fucking hilarious. It's really silly. <laughs> um, so anyway, back to this really, show. Really, really, what they should have done for for Justice League is just is just fucking painted over like Susan. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. There's precedent for that. So okay, uh, at, at this point, um. He's like, yeah, I, you know, I'm still fighting and we can do it, blah, blah, blah. We cut to Earth. So there's a line really quickly that Zordon or um, Alpha says, Someone is calling in on the viewing globe. Is that how that works? You, you call them with your morpher and like the viewing globe rings, I guess. So we rarely, we rarely see the other side of a communicator right. conversation. But usually it's Alpha talking into into the fucking terminal. It's usually not the viewing globe. I assume the communicators are built on the same uh, technology as the communicators from Star Trek, where sometimes sometimes it activates the viewing globe, sometimes it cuts the terminal. Whatever happens to be convenient for the scene that's being written is it just how happens. it works. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Or it's like Skype, <laughs> where you answer a call of video or not. You know, it's not a big well, yeah, deal. Well, yeah, it's like Skype, where you have no idea if the other person will actually be on the other end when you answer the call, or if it will work at all. <laughs> Except how there's no camera <laughs> in the thing. It's the magic viewing go camera, so you never know if the camera is looking at you. Yeah, yeah, that's super creepy. That's a good and point. And, like, Kimberly's not looking at where the camera would be, so maybe she doesn't even know... That she's being watched right she now. She probably oh, does because she's sick right now. I don't yeah. think she wants to be watched right yeah, now. Yeah, that's messed up. Hey, Zordon, we need to set up the times when the communicators go to the terminal and when they go to the viewing <laughs> globe. Listen, Alpha, I want to make 100% clear. Kimberly's bedroom oh, goes to the camera. Oh, 100% of the time. <laughs> Didn't we talk that we weren't doing Code Lyoko a, a ton? <laughs> no. So, yeah. Listen, listen, Frankie, I just got off recording some more fucking Great. Home for Infinite Losers. Yeah. I, I'm immune to this <laughs> shit at this point. If it doesn't have pee, it's good. <laughs> so, okay. It gets worse than pee in the next one. Stay <laughs> tuned for Hiffle. I mean, yeah, that should come out before this, but oh. Kim is sick at home. She's in her pajamas in Yeah, bed. you can tell because she's in, in pajamas in bed and she's got a half-drink glass of orange juice sitting in front of her. And tissues. I want orange juice. Very important. Uh, so she's like, Alpha, have you heard? Well, also they said she was sick last episode. That was established. That's why she's not with them. Yeah, that is the reason she did yeah. not go to E annoyed. And she really, she lucked yes. out. Uh, so they... Uh, <laughs> she didn't have to fucking see or hear or otherwise interact with Master yeah. Rider. Um, she fucking dodged so a bullet. She's like, hey, have you heard anything? And he's like, nah, you know, you just get better. I haven't heard anything from him. Okay, cool, fine. And then she has a stuffed animal that I cannot, I thought it might be a rabbit, but I can't tell. And she's It looks like a rabbit. It's a rabbit. It's cute. Well, of course it's a rabbit. Kimberly is the best person (laughs) in the universe. (laughs) (laughs) So we cut to uh, the Jim and Juice bar because it's time for Bulk and Skull to be in the episode, even though it's even more of a stretch than normal why we would possibly be following them because they don't interact interact with the rangers at all i absolutely love this bulk bit because yeah. it's very relatable it's good yeah bulk, so there's these two women studying and or, or they they have a uh, books open and they're talking 
And Bulk goes over to try to hit on them. About Sean. And he accidentally, like, he leans on the table to be cool. He's wearing sunglasses. And he accidentally, like, flips a tray of drinks up into himself. Okay, now you say accidentally flips a tray of drinks. I say a tray of drinks appears where his elbow is about to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it is, uh, you know, Bulk has his special slapstick powers, but... This has totally happened. To, like, not this exact thing, but this is easy <laughs> enough to happen to anybody. Well, I mean, of course it's happened to you because you also have slapstick powers. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So uh, he goes and sits down and, ball- and Skull yeah, comes no, over. So, yeah, that's, what, that's what, I re- what I like about this scene is the like drinks go flying everywhere. He kind of looks around sheepishly and then walks off and never says a word. He's like, <laughs> well, I just blew that chance. And he smacks himself in the head Aww. a few times, and I was like, "Oh, poor Balky." Yeah, it's. I'm like, "Oh, buddy, I've been there, man." I really like <laughs> the fashions in this episode because they don't seem like this is not like I try to. I work hard to look good. This is I drew on whatever was in my closet day. Like this is laundry day for them, <laughs> and they're really good. I don't know that I agree that they just threw on whatever. I think they did work hard for these looks. They just have oh a very different idea of what they're going for than most people. Skull is wearing uh, a V-neck. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Skull and Bulk are actually both wearing yeah. V-necks. But Skull has over that a leopard print button-up shirt that's open. Mm-hmm. And then his like weird confederate jacket yeah. over that. And then he has a skull bandana. Balk has his pink V-neck. <laughs> a salmon pink V-neck. Yeah, and then a black like, shirt. button shirt, and then a tie-dye vest, and then his dumb, like, hat. Tie-dye denim yeah. vest. and then his dumb, like, leather hat thing. It's pretty good. It's, it's good looks. This is maybe the most Balkan and Skull look. Like, just the most. Uh, yes, for sure. So, Balk's like, what do you think about these, these two ladies? And uh, Skull's like, they're yeah, they're they're good looking. No, also, this he is goes all- there very very nice. Yeah, it's really I don't creepy. Like that. I'm, I'm, and I'm not being like facetious or joking mm-hmm. here. It is weird seeing Vulcan Skull actually being interested in women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, uh, even our like headcanon where they're super gay for each other aside, it's just weird. Like they, in season two, they had more plots where they were running away from women when they were than there were yeah. pursuing them. Yes, literally, like twice. They there were women, and they're like, "Oh no!" and they ran away. Like, it's, it's <laughs> also weird is that this is this is the return of something I don't think we'd really seen in season two, and only really popped up on occasion on season one. And I mean, I'm glad it rarely pops up. But this is return of super creepster yep. skull. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, that's true. He has done that occasionally. I don't like it. He's so unsettling right now. Like, he's not just like, he's not like, oh, yeah, those are some cute looking ladies. Maybe we should talk to him. No, he's like, I will yeah, have no, his, yeah. his line. <laughs> I will taste their flesh. His lines and his delivery are, a word I would use to describe them is lecherous. Yeah. Well, and they're, they're like four said. feet away from them, and like he's lounging back, and they're all just—they're both just like staring at them, and it's like, oh god, I'd be so uncomfortable. Like that is report these <laughs> guys too about early my... to get them kicked out of the gym and juice silhouette. bar levels of creep. Take a look at those two. What do you think, huh? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> what do you think they're talking about? My classic good looks. My devastating profile. No goofball. The Power Rangers. 
they're absolutely gaga over the Power Rangers. So? So? Don't you get it? Get what? I have a brilliant idea. Stop! No way! I'm not going looking for those Power Rangers again. I've had it up to here. You see, that's the idea. We don't have to look for them. We just found them. Bulky boy. You're a genius. Yeah. Now, now all that said, uh, Bulk asks what they think, what he thinks they're looking at or talking about. And Skull does make me laugh because he goes, oh, my classic good looks, my devastating profile. And he, like, turns his head sideways and does, like, a weird face. I was going to say, like, I his like profile it. is silly. fine, but the specific, like, thing he's doing with his lips and the yeah, squint like are not bite. attractive. Well, he's chewing gum. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, no, idiot. They're talking about the Power Rangers, which I don't think <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, don't think, that's I true think they were either. talking about something else. It's John. So we're going to meet. Sean's house. Really? If you want to go over there. Do you really mean it? They were talking about some guy named Sean and going to his place or something. Bulk has that condition where all he can see and hear is Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, He kind of does. So in spite of how creepy Skull has been for the last 20 seconds or so, I love his reaction to Bulk bringing this up. Because, like, this does kind of bridge, like, Bulk and Skull's thing in Season 2 and Bulk and Skull's thing in Season 3. Because A, they're going after ladies, and B, it's Skull declaring that he has fucking had it with looking yes. for the Power Rangers. Yes. Like, he's finally just, like, putting his foot down and is like, listen, Bulk, we're not doing any more of this. I'm done. <laughs> we tried the that for 50 era. episodes. It didn't work. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that. And he's like, no, no, no. I, we're going to pretend to be the Power Rangers, basically. They've so- tried that before, too, and it did not go well. No, but but still, his idea is to pretend to be the Power Rangers to pick up women, which I you would think would work fine, like literally until they're like, okay, yeah. be a Power Ranger now, and then <laughs> and they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we cut back up to the or we cut to the oh. moon. And yes. this is what this episode is worth it for. That was true. Last episode too, actually. Like the moon scenes are the only thing saving this like three parter so far. So what I have written yeah. in my notes <laughs> is Mali emote conga line. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it's perfect. Because literally, what's happening is so Zed is walking with his his chin in his in, on his fist, like thinking. And he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like talking Molly. about formulas or something. Like he's trying to figure out a spell, I guess. And like, yeah, Rita is falling immediately behind him with her hand on her chin, and Golder's falling immediately behind this her with his Mark's hand on his chin. Goof. It's great. It's good. I love that you, it is a Molly yeah. emote conkalite. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so and then you know Rita is following. Her following her husband doing the same thing, which, like, that makes sense, but then Goldar's also doing it, for, like, for no real reason, which I love it. It is totally, a, like, a Three Stooges gag or a Marx Brothers gag. Um, and, like, he stops because she bumps into him, and he's like, what the fuck? Stop it. Stop <laughs> like, yeah, like, they are not helping him. Um, They're just kind of messing with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, uh, we've got this, like... 
uh, he's like, I, I, where's Finster's monster? I don't have all ta- all this time to wait. And Goldar's like, yeah, not with Dragon on your tail. Because I guess the idea is Zed hates Dragon because well, he's more evil. Or... Yeah, yeah, Zach, did you watch le- the last episode? I did watch it. I, okay. It's been Like, a the whole weeks. thing they went on, like, is Zed's whole thing in this episode is he fucking hates Dragon's guts because he's just so much more successful as a right. bad guy? Question okay. like Dragon, like we watched Dragon <laughs> sure. blow up a planet in his first appearance on this show. Meanwhile, Zed's had an entire season of trying to defeat like six teenagers and has failed repeatedly. In yeah. Zed's defense, we have also seen him blow up a planet. That, that is true, but yeah, like, yeah, but that really was like early. over a year ago at this point. Like, Zed has been having a really, really bad yeah. year. Yes. So, so he's like, ooh. Yes, he says he's too evil well, for his own yes. good, which I like. Yep. He, it's literally like, ooh, that wascally wabbit, basically. <laughs> like, he hates, hates him. I hate him. I despise him. He's too evil for his own good. I, I compared it to, like, someone hating yeah. their neighbor. Yeah. Yes. I'd be like, oh, I fucking the Smiths. hate his lawn. He hates the Smiths. I feel this is a very, like, <laughs> a thing that keeps recurring as the show, as Sal and Rita stop becoming more of the focus of the villainy uh, for this season and the next season, and the season after that, I think. It's just, like, he hates everyone else that's evil that's not him. Right, because Zed and Rita are around until the end of season six, but they aren't the main villains after this. Yeah. So, but they're still there, and they're always like, "God damn it, I hate these fucking you know the 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 what uh, the gadget king the machine or empire. whatever the machine empire the machine, machine empire yeah." And I hate so the- it's it's weird because like later it's established, and and I mean it's already been kind of hinted at in the show up until this point, basically from the moment Zed showed up. But there's like this elaborate hierarchy and alliance of evil out there in yes. space somewhere. It's literally called the Alliance but of like, Evil, isn't it? It's got a name, like I think it's something is. like it's that. Org- but and it's just so weird they don't. It's a nonprofit. <laughs> well, that actually yeah. that actually got hint, kind of hinted God. at um, when Zed first showed up because they talked about how like Zed was kind of Rita's commanding officer yeah. in a sense. Like, like the thing is, the idea is that like villains have banded together for the sake of mm-hmm. evil. And again, this isn't like to this isn't just for like their own personal betterment or anything like you'll usually see with villain team ups. Like, like in this show, villains don't like have like their own original motivations or origin stories. They're all just evil because they're evil. But also, they all hate each other's guts. Like that is a running theme in Power Rangers. It's a it's a very Venture Brothers type like setup. Yeah, and so what I'm wondering, like how how in, how did this thing get set up in the first place? Yeah. I mean, because and this isn't just us speculating from here. This is shown to be canon later in the show, seasons from now. Every single member of the Alliance of Evil fucking hates every oh, other yeah, member of the like Alliance of Evil. Other. How did they ever come together? I assume. I assume it's that they don't want Dark Specter to just like vaporize them. Yeah. 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 Dark Specter. I think it is literally because Dark Specter, who's the big the guy in charge, basically, is just so evil that he's like, get along, or I'll kill you like that's that's i think what's going on i can't believe that there's actually like a single big bad for yeah. like the zordon era and his name is dark no. specter <laughs> quick Fuck. quick note by the way uh i i know how much joel hates diva talks uh he's <laughs> wrong but the best parts of that season are diva talks and rita fighting like that stuff so, is great when they're it's gonna be like other. two years from now but my favorite bit 
about no, three years from now. Dark Spectre is that it's just a repaint of the villain yes. from the Power Rangers Turbo movie, and they reference it. Yes, that? they literally. Yep. Do you want to? Yeah, about? they you do. Look like yeah. my ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really great. <laughs> so okay, um, we cut back up to Enoi, uh, and. Uh, Aisha is like, hey, is your da- is your dad okay? Alpha wanted to know, and or Grandpa, I think it's his Grandpa, uh, Lexian, and he's like, yep, he's fine for now. And then we cut back down. Which kind of makes me skull. wonder what happened to like the dad, because like the Grandpa just apparently this was supposed to be passed from like father to son, but he just got it straight yeah. from his Grandpa. I mean, you would assume Dragon killed him because he's never mentioned, or like, or maybe or maybe he's related to the lineage on the his mother's side, and his mother didn't want to be a common writer. <laughs> okay, sure. Making some assumptions yeah. here. Um or if it's anything like the if it's anything like the actual show Common Rider, like just women writers don't really happen and it's No, a they do, they just get killed off by the end Aww. of the movie. Okay, so I think we figured I think we figured out exactly why it's we skipped a generation. Yeah, like, the only common writer season the only common writer season I've ever watched the entirety of is Ghost, and there is one lady writer and she she henshins one time and she just henshins to Aww. get fucking jobbed by the fucking yeah. main baddie. Yeah, from what I understand, that's kind of a has been a recurring problem with that series. That fucking sucks. That sucks. Uh, yes. So uh at this point Balk and Skull move up like near these ladies and they're like, oh, I heard that the Power Rangers from a very reliable source are going to be at this place at this time. And now, I, Zach's not summarizing here. Reliable. That's basically yeah. what they're saying. Those are the lines. Yeah. So tell me, Skull, uh, how did you find out that the Power Rangers were going to be there? I don't know. You're the one Power Rangers? Oh, yeah. Uh, I learned from a very reliable source. That's how I know the Power Rangers will be there. And tell me, did this reliable source verify that the Power Rangers do in fact gather at this secret location every day? Yes! Yes! I must caution you to lower your voice. This information is top secret. Now, tell me where and when the Power Rangers will be meeting. Okay. You know the mountainside? Over by East Angel Grove Heights. Yes, I'm listening. Well, and like, and that's the joke is they're being like super obvious, and it's like, no, the reliable source verified that they will be at this place. Right? In this yeah, and time, like they put and... absolutely no effort into making it sound believable or having any details. But those girls, yeah, those girls are into it. Though. Yeah, they're writing it down. Yeah, which is super surprising. <laughs> yeah. So Power Rangers will be in place at time. Got it. It's surprising because they weren't talking about the Power Rangers before, like they said. No. They were talking about like some guy yeah. named Sean or Josh. And then they're like, oh, wait, Power Rangers? Sure, I'm into this. I mean, if you got if you got a scoop on where the local superheroes are going to be showing up, like I'd be pretty interested in that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, I love that like the intended joke of the scene is probably just that Bulk and Skull are bad at, like, playing up the part. But, like, the actual joke of the scene is just that these ladies yeah. fucking buy it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the most hilarious thing. But, like, the show doesn't really focus on it, so I think Inexplicably, they... it's working. It shouldn't. Yeah. Like, the show doesn't really focus on their reaction that much, so I kind of feel like that's yeah. accidental. Like, they fell ass backwards into a good and they joke. they good reactions. Yeah, yeah th- it is good. Yeah. yeah. 
I like this scene. It's it's good. So we cut up to uh, Enoi again, and uh, we <laughs> okay. I really like these monster designs. The the I love them. I'm right? sorry. Yeah. Just last last scene is even a part where the girls look like Bulk in the face and Bulk staring at them while describing where they're going to be beating, <laughs> and it still works. <laughs> yeah, it's really silly. yeah. No, I I like these I like these monsters too, Zach. They look like um they look like something that would them. show up in one of the like cheaper era of Godzilla. Hogwarts, annihilate the rebels and their multicolored friends in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Cogwarts. Cogwarts. Vicious creatures sent to Edenoid by Count Dragon. They, to me, oh, they remind me of yeah, the Cogwarts. Co- yeah, they're called. So. Yes, they are my children. I will protect them. They're adorable, and I love them. <laughs> like, <laughs> they look yeah. like they look like somebody from the '90s tried to make a live-action Metroid cartoon, and that's what they thought Kraid would look like. Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah, they, they but, do. They they also have kind of a dark crystal. But vibe, I love that they have like, a big yeah. belly and like t- smaller yeah. hands. They're like adorable. They're adorable. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they're that, they're that <laughs> specific oh, form of like ugly monster that's kind of cute yeah. in spite of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they're they're like, okay, we've got to fight these cogwarts. Uh, also, I just kept thinking hogwarts like every yep. time they said it, and I yeah, know that. Yeah. I know so, that wasn't in existence for like eight more years, but yeah, there you go. J.K. Rowling ripping off a fucking Mask Rider. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's essentially two factions of the villains here. There's these like weird mm-hmm. knight dudes on horseback, and then the cogwart monster gremlin things, and they're completely distinct in the footage. And the reason for that, uh, I mean, I don't know the original reason for that, uh, but like at least in this show. The dudes on horseback end up fighting mm-hmm. the rangers because they're actually in American footage. And the gremlin things, I guess they just didn't have access to. And he fights uh, yeah. Dex they must in, be the from fucking, the original show. in the yeah. fucking Toku footage. Yeah. God, I'm sorry, guys. I still can't get over this mystery ass theater, mystery science theater ass, um, like, interstitial thing they keep cutting to. It's good. Yeah. So It's so, real bad. So... These knights, two of them look yes. fine, I think. One of them, one of them It's just a pillow like, on his head. <laughs> yeah, it's like felt glued it's to really his face. Bad. I didn't even notice with, that. With shitty horns glued to the felt. It looks it's awful. It's like two it's cool really costumes shit. and and then like whatever was left from the floor from making the other two costumes. <laughs> yeah, it's really Have we, have we mentioned that the um, knight dudes are called the Plague Patrol? No, we did not. Yeah, there you go. So, so before we fight, we get a rousing speech from Dex, and oh, yeah, good. like, like Eric, if you can put this in, you know, you don't have to put in all of his dialogue, but like, this is him trying to pump people up, and it's so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just nothing. Come on, face us, rebels. <laughs> We're hungry. Yeah. Cogwarts, stop your chattering and attack. Plague Patrol, flash the rebels out! I have the capabilities of handling the Cogwarts. But there's still the matter of the Plague Patrol. Well, this is definitely something we can help you with. Yeah, we'll take care of the Plague Patrol. We know you are in there, rebel swine! Come out and fight! I think the welcome wagon's here. Hear me, Prince Dex! 
You and your multicolored friends cannot stay in that cave forever! Come on out before we send the Cogwarts in after you! <laughs> it's now or never. To the power! To, to the, the power. power! Let's do it. Back to action! There's there's a bit where like I get like Dex goes like to the power, and then the Rangers go, to the power, and okay, is there is there just a single established like power source or credo to fucking heroes in this world? I don't know. Well, I think it's just yeah. to the power is a really vague like um toast that can work towards pretty much anything. Yeah. I guess, but like so are we supposed to assume that like had Master Rider not completely bombed and just fallen off the face of the earth, uh like, would there also be, like, an intergalactic hero alliance to counter That'd the evil probably. alliance? Like, is that what they well, wanted know. to set up? I mean, up? I can't blame them. That sounds like it would be really yeah. lucrative if you yeah. do it, right? Well, they sort of do that. There's a... I mean, they kind of do that later in the 10th anniversary. There's all the Red Rangers get together, but it's not like... Um, there's no, like, name for it or anything. Yeah, like, it uh, is implied, yeah, it is implied so, that, like, some former Power Rangers go on to, like, still help the cause in other ways and, like... Like, there's shit right. going on, and, like, there's a bureaucratic side to the whole ranger business. Yeah. I just like that the to the power, like, speech was so limp that Tommy saw an opportunity to use back in action and have it yeah. not seem as lame by comparison. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Return to back in action. It's still bad, but comparatively, it's all right. So Dex gives his speech. Uh, he transforms. The transformation's kind of cool. The, the early... Like, the morphing gets so much more elaborate later, and, and the, the mighty morphin morphing is, like, kind of mm-hmm. nothing. Um, this is a little bit more than that. It's kind of neat. Uh, and then we we get ready for our fight. And let's take a quick break before we, we do that. We'll be right back. Uh, hi, I'm Molly, a trans girl living in Seattle. Hi, I'm Ashley, a trans girl living in Florida. And I'm Jules, a trans girl living in Sydney, Australia. We're hosting a new amateur anecdotal advice podcast about what it's been like for us being trans. We'll be covering topics such as coming out, realization, experiences with HRT, thoughts on surgery, romance, and family. You can find us at TM Radiocast on Twitter, and you can send in questions to transmissionquestions at gmail.com and transmissionradiopodcast.tumblr.com. Join us three on what it's all about being trans in your mid-twenties through our own, frankly, weird and wonderful experiences. So before we get to the fight, Frankie, you said you had something about the the posing. Yeah, we were talking about it during break. I don't know if it's the same actor or if it's a different suit actor, but I actually, even in the American footage, I really like the suit acting for for Mask Rider. Like the poses and the fights and the movements, they're all cool. They this all scene... look cool. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I'm done. I was just going <laughs> to say, the scene we open in is, like, right after he, like, henshins or whatever they call it here, and, like, the Power Rangers are all lined up, and he's standing in front of them, and he's doing the whole, you know, Sentai arm arm movement stuff to, like, strike a heroic pose or yeah. whatever, and it's, it's really good. 
Now, villains, you shall know the power of the Mask Rider and the Power Rangers. We're right behind you, Dex. A very touching performance, Rebel, but we're not impressed. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. I, I really enjoy it. He does the whole, like, hitting the ground and then jumping. It's great. Yeah, it, it's it, it's really fun. Um, I will... So, uh, there are a couple things that happen during this fight that I love. Um, and most of them are on the Masked Rider side, but I do have to mention... That Tommy jump kicks someone off a horse. <laughs> it's which very is good. Fucking incredible. Okay. He does his own rider kick. So the best thing about that is he gets a halfway decent one liner when he does it. You're about to pay for your meddling, Nerdling. Huh, I think you should come down off your high horse. <laughs> yeah, that's actually good. The sh- shot is pretty good. Like, they cut away because obviously you can't show him kicking a man off a horse. He would die. <laughs> but, like, it's pretty well done. Um, yeah. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> hey, weren't the, the Masked Rider's friends, like, ninjas last episode? Why do they yeah. hide during this fight? Yeah. Oh, you mean Zarius, <laughs> yeah. Danias, and Farian? Yeah, my favorite yeah, characters. <laughs> Because, yeah, like, they're the only great. ones here who don't have superpowers, I think is the idea. Well, they were fighting the Rangers last they episode. They were fighting, that's my thing, they were fighting the Rangers last they episode. They were doing a decent job of fighting the Rangers, yeah. to be quite honest. Maybe because the yeah. Rangers weren't, like, going all out, though, I guess. I mean, yeah, that is true. The Rangers did not want to fight them, so that does yeah. help. Like, I know why it happens, logistically, that the footage is because that's Japanese footage and this is American footage. But it makes no sense why the Masked Rider is fighting three enemies when he has three friends who have been shown to be competent fighters. What they should have done is, and if the show was good and they would have yeah. thought of these things, just have a throwaway line where it's like, hey, you got, you guys go make sure that the you know everyone else is all something, right. Something, 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 yeah. Right, like or, just give them a reason to not be there. Or they get in the frame, would have been cool and would have given like... Uh, an emotional core to the scene. They get in the frame, then do one of your explosions. Like, oh, the, they they shot a laser, and now my enemies, are, my friends are down, and I'll avenge them. Boom! It has a the fight has a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything would have been better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, no, anything would be better than oh yeah, we're gonna go hide behind this bush, which yeah. is literally mm-hmm. what they do. So he kicks this dude off the. Uh, off the horse, we, Rocky is fighting felt face dude, and then kind of <laughs> everyone else fights the third guy. It's yeah. sort of weird. Well, um, it's because Rocky's still the second in command for some reason in some ways. Well, I mean, he's yeah. second in command today because Kimberly's not there. Yeah, fair. Uh, the common or, or mask rider does a rider kick, which is like a a staple of the yeah. common rider and he stuff. He actually says rider kick, and it's good. Yeah, it's really cool. I really I mean, like. It. What are you gonna change its name to? Time for rider kick. Yeah, it's a, like a flying drop kick where his feet glow, and he if kicks Captain one of the Falcon guys. Captain Falcon is any indication. People love when people just name kicks after themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, true. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he probably uses it a lot. But I was gonna say, like, in, in, in the Dragon Ball dub, they don't say anything for 
um, Goku's like um, rock paper scissors technique. They just don't. Like, yeah. they, don't they don't dub in anything. They could have done that, you know. Which is yeah. which is a mistake because yeah. everyone knows if you call your shot, it's more powerful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I will say uh, again, not a super common writer expert. Most of this is what I've gotten from a friend of the show, Julie. But like every single common writer's version of the writer kick is unique to them. Yes, they are. It's all going to involve their foot in some way because it's a kick, but like yes. the special effects, the way they do it, the angle, how far away they do wait, it from. Wait, you're like, saying like the name of the attack has to correspond to how the <laughs> like the attack is constructed? Listen, Joel, that's not always how it has to be in in <laughs> mediums such as this, but in common writer it's fairly consistent. Uh surprisingly so. That is wild. So real to me. quick, uh, this the the other thing I have to mention about this fight because it just makes me so happy is there's a part where the Cogwarts have two of them have grabbed uh, Mast Rider by either arm and then he gets like oh, flying yeah. kicked with a third one and the mm-hmm. shot after that is clearly him wrestling two puppets, two not just puppets, <laughs> like they're stuffed animals, basically. It's like great. they're he's just wrestling two pillows that look, like, yeah. Stuff like this is the reason I like watching shows like this. It's so it's silly, like, that's like the point yeah. for me. Uh, they have the little arms. It's great. Yeah, it's so great. What's great for me is this. This clearly establishes that Master Rider is a better fighter than Tommy yeah. the White Ranger. Yes. Because what these what these dudes do to him is exactly the same that the thing that the putties have done to Tommy for two seasons. <laughs> Tommy's one That's weakness. True. His arms. Yeah. yeah, each one grabs one of his arms and holds him in place. And not only do they do that, but like they follow it up with a third person kicking him in the chest. Like Tommy would be completely down for the count at this point. Yeah. But no, but no. he's like, yep. he's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to turn you into puppets and swing you around. <laughs> yeah, he just hucks one of them off. And I imagine Tommy's like watching us, but like, well, you can just do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have to just like yeah. surrender when they grab your arms. What? <laughs> no, well, Tommy see, for, for Tommy, see, the problem is Tommy was, um, that's just how Tommy was raised. It's kind of like how cats, if you pick them up by the scruff of their neck, they're helpless. Cause uh, yeah. like when Tommy was a baby, that's just like, his parents would just pick him up by the arms, and he'd go limp. You comparing, you comparing Tommy to a kitten makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like that, that fits. And uh, speaking of Tommy, he also gets a great one-liner of "Your shoes are untied." Hold on, hold on, guys, 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 guys. Tommy Owie. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, no. See, that doesn't Tommy sound. Owie that sounds like Polymer? a different thing. Yeah, no, I, it took that, me a while to figure out what you were saying. I thought you were saying Tommy Owie, and I was like, "What?" No, see, but, to me that sounds like Tommy Yowie, which is a different. Thing. I, I mean, that. I mean, hey, yeah, guys, I, that too. I've, I've drawn Cat that. Yowie, Tommy, what? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> so, what I was gonna say is my favorite thing about the fact that he he says like, "Hey, your shoelaces are untied," are the fact that. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't no. just not work. Like, the monster does not react at all. He doesn't know what yeah. shoelaces right, are. Yeah, that's <laughs> meaningless to them. <laughs> so, uh, at this point, um, we cut to the, the command center, and I don't, like, nothing happened. They're, oh, we did, we're missing the rangers. They're not talking to us. I hope they're okay. And that's it. Which is weird. Like, um, they were, the whole reason that, 
they knew any of this had to happen was because they were like watching stuff that was going on in the viewing globe. Why can they not see them now? Yeah, I don't know. So like uh, Alpha knew that they were in trouble. Yeah. So we cut to the moon. Um, Fenster comes up and he's got uh, the rep rep repellator, which I kind of like this monster design. It's sort of neat. Rita, um, Rita it, is I. I just love the turns of phrases they use, but uh, Rita specifically yells to Finster. Finster, get your termite ridden carcass in here. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then at this point, um, he, uh, I'm oh right, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Emily has linked her uh, Jason and Tommy. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, that, has, so, yeah. that was drawn by her. Yes, right. I yes, forgot yeah. that some of the first of fan art we ever got was mm-hmm. Emily drawing Tommy and Jason fucking sharing uh, a I brownie. D- I didn't forget. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, uh, so this monster is a repaint of silver. I wrote it down. Silver horns, a monster from season two. I remember it vaguely because I I think I liked it then too, but now it's bright I green. I think they actually used it twice. Probably. Yeah, they may have. Yeah, but it, it looks kind of cool, and it's now it's yeah. got like this big. I don't remember if it had this tongue. tongue. No, it didn't. I looked it up yesterday, and it looked way more like robotic. Where now it looks more fleshy. Yeah, I remember yeah. this character being in a Super Nintendo fighting game too. Yes, nice. <laughs> thing reminds me of the stuff I drew in like middle school because there's way too much going on with it. Yeah. It's like I never really had a good idea for a cohesive visual design, so I just add more spikes and more horns it's and more spiky, everything. It's and a got tongue. like eyes <laughs> on its shoulders, it has his tongue. It like it's like let me kiss your hand, Rita, and like holds her hand and like licks licks it and so he's, she's like, oh gross. Yeah. It covers like, her hand with like like Green goo. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, it's like worst. it's like it's it's a thick pink goo. It looks like yeah, flesh like more flesh. than anything. It's so it's gross. gross. It's so gross that even Rita is like grossed yeah. out by it. Rita yeah. Repulsa is grossed yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah. <laughs> so displeased to meet you. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, let me kiss your hand, Queen Rita. <laughs> Send that thing down to Angel Grove at once, Ed! Yes, I have much slobbering to do there. (laughs) I mean, in fairness, we have seen that she is thoroughly repulsed by ooze. By the way, her name is Repulsa, and this is the Repellator, so are they, uh, like, related somehow? Oh, that's why they don't get along, because they're both repelling. Yeah, they're at odds (laughs) against one another. Oh, I see. Two repulsive forces. like magnets, got it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the, evil the cut- is like magnets. No one knows how those work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we cut back to well, uh, no, the command I, center. I, I like this monster too because um, Zed tells him, "Okay, now get down to Earth." And he's like, "Yes, I have so much slobbering to do there." I, I really like this monster. It's he's dumb and silly and kind of <laughs> yeah, adorable. Like he's, yeah, like he's just super into like oozing shit up. Like yeah. that's just it. Like he's. Really jazzed he just about wants it. Just to lick something. I, I might like him enough for the scene where Rita like scrapes off the flesh off his tongue because that was <laughs> Fair. so yeah, gross. Go, Repellator! Destroy Angel Grove. Let destruction be your song of war. And should you run across those meddlesome Power Rangers, show them no mercy, no mercy at all. 
Yes, and that works for me. Now go! Come, Dragon, be warned. The Earth and all its inhabitants shall soon be... Ours! <laughs> <laughs> At this point, uh, the alarm goes off in the command center, and they're like, oh shit, a monster. Um, well, we have one sick Power Ranger, so, uh-oh. <laughs> um, and then, uh, they're like, okay, well, I guess we've got to c- contact Kimberly. Alpha calls Kim, and she's still sick and, like, coughing, and they're like, well, you're the only one here, and there's a monster. Can you do this? And she's like... I guess it <laughs> she morphs and heads over to fight the monster. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, he, the monster says that he's here to slurp and burp up uh, Angel Grove, which is gross. <laughs> you know what this thing looks like to me? He looks like he could be a Gundam, like, yeah. mech. Like a Saku? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zaku, like, like yeah, definitely totally. the bad guys. Like, there's, like, um... Yeah, I mean, it's, Zeon, it's Saku Green. Him. Maybe yeah. like a shade lighter, but it's in the ballpark. I, I, actually, yeah. I, I, I cannot remember the name of the bad guys in, in, in the UC. Oh. No, I mean like the actual like organization, yeah. like Gundam Seed is Zaft, and I think Zeon is Gundam oh Wing. I have no, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm just saying. So, so, <laughs> I, two things I want to make note of. So when Kimberly shows up to this fight, she starts threatening the monster. She does, you know, like the, the smack talk, and mm-hmm. then she starts sneezing. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and two yeah. things about this. One is the completely batshit ways that the subtitler on Netflix has decided to spell achoo. <laughs> oh, right. A-T-I-C-H-O-O. No, S-H-O-O. great. What's great is they don't even spell it the same way every time she sneezes. It's fucking bananas. I don't know if they, like... Just used one of those like things, like like uh, speech to text things or something. I don't know what. <laughs> I, 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 I like to imagine shoe. like the guys doing it are like, "Hey, hey, Todd, what do you think this sounds like? I think it's like a, <laughs> I think it's like a shoe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, next one. No, I think that one's got more of a ch sound to it. <laughs> <laughs> or like they so, were fighting over how they were going to write it, and so like, oh, fine, we'll just throw them all in there. At the show, this one has an e in it. Yeah. So the 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 other thing is Kimberly sneezes inside her helmet. Yo, That's got to yes. be the worst thing. Um yes. Okay, so this might be spoilers for episode 3. Uh but I'm not I probably won't be here, so I'm going to yeah, say go it anyways. Uh her sneezes go through her helmet somehow because the monster gets sick <laughs> from her germs. Oh my god. I don't know how science works, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, his tongue is out. She's sneezing on his tongue. <laughs> oh, when's the last time you had your nails done? <laughs> How dare you sneeze all over me like that? <laughs> Slobbering, disgusting creature like you worried about germs? <laughs> hey, if a monster doesn't have his health, he doesn't have anything. <laughs> I wanted to say about her sneezes is I like how... The the sneeze itself involves like really over exaggerated hand motions. Mm-hmm. It's a very Sentai feeling sneeze. Yeah, it's a cute sneeze actually. It's like yeah, a, 
high pitched cute. But scene. this this lead this lends credence to Luke's utterly horrible no, and no, grotesque no, theory. No, no, that that no. this is not armor or a suit no. or anything. This is just their skin. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. have been no. championing that theory for ages. And you're yeah, also a monster for it. I hate yeah, that. But Luke always makes it sound way grosser than you do. <laughs> they take off their helmets. Like, they take off their helmets. Like all the time. You know, you shave your head sometimes. <laughs> uh, and then put your yeah, hair exactly. back on when you're done. Yeah, it's called a wig. Yeah. You don't do that? Yeah. yeah. But okay, before we get to that revelation, at least for the time being, all we know is that she's sneezing in her helmet. Which is yeah, yeah really, really gross. I've done that in a helmet. It's not good. Yeah, I just keep imagining her having to stop the fight. Just be like, oh, 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 God. Oh, God. Give me a minute. Oh, 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 there's another sneeze coming. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, it's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. Like, honestly, the only reason Kim can't kick this monster's ass Mm -hmm. is because she can't Mm -hmm. actually see it through all the snot on her visor. Yeah, yeah, because when when she's, like, doing okay, like, when she's not sneezing, she's kicking this guy's ass. Yeah, I I was excited to see this. There's like a it. one-on-one match with a pink ranger, but then like, oh, the sneezes, this turns more into like a comedy bit. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's, it's running down my chin and down my neck and it's filling <laughs> the rest of my suit. There's snap so in my suit. There's, there's, a part where, there's a part where she's about to punch it in the face and she sneezes right on it. And the repellator is like, ew, gross. And yeah. she's like, wait, you're grossed out by that? Like, you're yeah. gross as hell. <laughs> is it like your plan um, to lick everything? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he, okay. It's getting hard to breathe in here for all the time. Yeah, stop it, I hate, this, I hate this bit. What are you doing? Oh, molecular scrambler. You pay for that, Repellator. No one scrambles my molecules and gets away with it. What if I can't defeat him by myself? Are we ready for more science that doesn't actually make sense? Yes, go ahead. The molecular scrambler. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So monster's attack is called molecular scrambler. He grabs Kimberly and then there's like a Photoshop effect over her. Yeah. She's dead? She's not Kimberly anymore? Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Because all that happens is she gets wiggly for a second, and then he yeah. throws her, and she's like, you scrambled my molecules. No, and I'm like, she so... specifically says, you'll pay for that. Nobody scrambles my molecules and gets away with it, which made me laugh for a <laughs> solid minute. This wibbly, this wibbly wobbly effect is one that they've used a lot in this show. It's what yeah. happened with all the time travel during the, the you know white Tommy versus green Tommy stuff. It's uh, the fucking... Uh, things with when, when like they brought back the uh, the like green candle equivalents for the other rangers, like that was the effect happening to them. Like we've seen a lot of this particular effect. So can we extrapolate that when you travel through time, your molecular your molecules get scrambled, or when you have your yeah. superpowers taken yeah. away too, or when you have your, this makes sense actually. <laughs> well, I was thinking like maybe he what he's doing is like vibrating her molecules like flash style and it's just messing her up because she's not the well, flash. Well, it's just like she doesn't react really other than saying don't like scramble my stunned. molecules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it feels like it's the most painful thing ever, but apparently she's fine. Yeah. I think it, I think it's similar to the effect of passing through a ghost. 
I was, yeah. I was already gagging on the snot. Now my molecules are moving around. Wait, <laughs> okay. If we if we adhere to your uh, helmets are not skin theory, and there is not inside her helmet, is her human like is her body molecules mixing with the snot molecules? Ah no. Well, it's not yeah, from it's her like body some sort of the fly, Yeah, it's some sort of the yeah. fly situation where she's part so snot, part human. So she takes off her mask and like her cheek is transparent. Well, so no, have, I mean, you ever heard of the? You ever uh, heard of that okay. indie comic Snot Girl? Okay, okay, okay. Everyone, first it's of a all, a, to this. everyone, shut up. B, you guys <laughs> made me like a fucking redline my microphone because you made me <laughs> scream into it. I hate this. Well, I'm, I'm this glad is... that I could be here for this episode. Oh, Zach, it's... we can't move on because that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's true. And then it we just moving... ends. Yeah. It's pretty she, much she's just like, oh, I hope I can defeat this monster, and then that's it. And then we get to learn about confidence by from Tommy. Yeah, we have Tommy teaching karate. Guys, who wants to spar? Confidence. Learn to believe in yourself. Yes, Don't be afraid to try something just because it's new. Attitude. Be positive. Look for the good in every situation, not the bad. Remember, you're there to have fun. Alright. Yeah. The last piece of the puzzle is self-respect. Remember that you're important and you matter. If anyone tells you differently, that shouldn't change the way you feel about yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. There's there's a clip from like um Jason David Frank put out some D some not DVDs, some VHS tapes of like, you know, here, here's he was really ahead of his time with DVDs. Which kids? Those are the v- VHS tapes are like DVDs, but bigger. <laughs> here's how to get confidence through martial arts and stuff. Also, like that. if you're and young you enough that a... you don't remember VHS tapes, you shouldn't be listening to this show. Go, go outside. <laughs> but it gives you a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of from those things, and it's kind of funny. I, I used to love those as a kid when they did showed those. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna learn martial arts with Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So well, does does all of season three have these these PSAs during the end credits, or is I this just so. during this three parter? No, I mean, because I so. they do start having these during credits bits, but they're so in the next in the four parter, like after spoilers, uh, they blow up the Thunder Zords. Zed and Rita do because <laughs> you need new Zords for for toys, um, and like in the in the credits of that first part for that four-parter it's zed and rita like just dancing around like yes. doing a jig basically like about how happy they are that they blew up the zords yeah, like i know what like was this was this around the time big bad beetleborgs dropped because that was the thing big bad beetleborgs always did was like the end credits Maybe? gag yeah so so there you go um but yeah so so that's the episode i mean like we don't even need to say it. Nothing happens in the middle yeah. parters of Power Rangers three parters. Like it just doesn't. Luke literally called it last week. No, no, I would say it has two cute, like cool monster scenes. The the conga line with the emote and like uh, the when they first introduce the monster and it licks uh, Rita's hand. Like those are interesting. And I like the rider fight, the part of the rider fight. But otherwise, even the Vulcan skull bit are like subpar to normal Vulcan skull bits. And it just doesn't like it, not only that, but like nothing happens. Yeah, like the payoff is no, next episode. 
Yeah, like, there's no anything results. salvageable in this episode could have gone into the next one or previous yeah. one, and they could have just made this a two-parter. Yeah, I do like the fact that like we described the the conga line as the Molly emote conga line. Mm-hmm. No one felt the need to try to explain that. That is <laughs> yeah. a super in joke, though. I mean, I mean, I'm a listener, and I was the one who said the the joke. That's so true. I know, but I like you, you have to be like following Molly on Twitter to get that. Which you shouldn't be doing anyway, folks. Like, listen, you shouldn't yeah. be doing that anyway. Your friend Molly on Twitter, Y-E-R, yeah. just do it. I mean, <laughs> if I'm honest, Molly, I was uh, I was friends with Molly. Uh, we were in a, a Friends at the Table Discord, and she was the one that turned me on to Audio Entropy. So I knew oh, Molly cool. before I listened to, to stuff. So I feel like the Molly mode, like, is the, the Molly brand is strong. <laughs> it's true, it is. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not a great episode. There's some good stuff in it. I had fun talking about it, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, these these yeah. they just don't pace these well. The four parter, the Ninja Quest four parter, I actually do think is paced pretty well. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about that when well, we get yeah, there. Yeah, because they're basically but, just yeah. doing a rewrite of the movie. Like, yes, pretty much. So yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, come back next week and we'll end the the Common Rider three parter. I mean. This is this is a backdoor pilot. I we've obviously we've talked about that, but like mm-hmm. I, it has so little effect on the show other than mm-hmm. you find out where Alpha comes from, but that doesn't really matter. Like it's yeah. So it's it's weird because like the show does kind of acknowledge it a little bit cuz like during the 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 Zeo crystal stuff when everybody's turned into kids, like young Rocky actually like brings up a, why don't we try and contact Edenoy for help? And like, I don't remember why they don't do it. I think Zordon like dismisses it for whatever reason, but like they, they still turn like, Hey kids, remember Master Rider? Please remember <laughs> Master Rider. We really want you to remember Master Rider. Well, also like the, so the fact that, and this is a little going ahead, but the fact that a Zordon didn't build alpha and B mm-hmm. Zordon didn't, make the power coins, which we find out in the next, like, multi-part series. Like, what the fuck is he good for? Like, he doesn't... He doesn't Being even... a head in a jar. Yeah, yeah. Like, But also, just... like, what sucks is, is... And listen, listen. Very few people actually care about Power Rangers continuity. It's pretty much just yeah. us. Yeah. But, like, the fact that they burned, like, the origin story of yeah. a major character... Okay to, okay. to to create to create this. <laughs> no, listen. No, Alpha's a major character. Don't don't yeah, try. Yeah, don't try to speak. Yeah, the writing in letters. We want to know where Alpha came from. What's Alpha's I origin? I imagine some kids I, liked I Alpha. Probably would have as a kid. We we'll, would we'll love to know that. Yeah, but like they 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 basically burned his origin story and permanently tied it to this thing that like now because a it was a failure and b there's no way they're spending any more money on the common writer license mm-hmm. that like. There's never be another Master Rider thing ever. Let's be real. Like, I would love to see Boom Studios' take on it. I would love that. I want to see their take on Master Rider and, like, maybe, like, do something with Edenoi. Because they, they tend to take stupid ideas from the show and do cool things with them. But, and like, like yeah. but like we're never, like, nothing is ever going to happen with fucking the planet Alpha's from ever anymore. Because he's, it's fucking Master Rider. Unless they do a big retcon. But like Boom doesn't seem to like doing that too much. Like they'll they'll fill no. in blanks, but they don't like yeah. to do straight up retcons very much. I think it it gets reference in episode one of Hyperforce because they spoilers for episode one of Hyperforce. 
uh, they get an alpha unit and they are like, oh, we got this from Edenoi. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, there yeah. you go. But also, like, the folks behind Hyperforce are super, super nerds. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So but I feel like the people making the show nowadays are also super, super nerds. That's true. Or yeah. some of them. So I yeah. can see them. Maybe they already have done some uh, Edenoi references, but I could see Edenoi just being a, 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 a word people say when they refer to planets. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, also, true. like, Power Rangers has been around long enough where they've long since passed the point where people who grew up on the show have started running the show from right. time to time. Like, that's just kind of how it is now. So, um, at this point, uh, let us do some questions. If you have questions, you can send them to us at teenswithtude on Twitter, uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com, or Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Uh, you can send us questions to any of those places. Mike, would you like to read some questions so that I don't repeat what you did last week? I would love to. Okay, great. First, I mean, first asked, of all, did we get anything in the Gmail or on Twitter? Because we don't have a good way to check well, that. We, we shouldn't, this we shouldn't check those yet because I, I I posted a thing asking for questions specific to this three-parter. Yes. And we got okay. a ton of them and I'm trying to spread yeah. them out. Yeah, I've so, got some that'll come. We'll, we'll do them, but yeah. Yeah. So but, Jordan asks, what do you think af- the afterlife is like in the Power Rangers universe? Ooh. You know, um, it's, just um, another, it's just another level of the Angel Grove simulation. <laughs> so, Do you ever see the afterlife in the series? So here's what There's I'll gotta say: There's got to be like ghosts and shit, right? Yeah. At some point, um, there is a there's a a pretty famous quote unquote episode where uh, in Dino Char Dino Thunder, where Tommy is like unconscious and he fights all of his previous like forms. Uh, like, like he fights Green Ranger Tommy and he fights White Ranger Tommy and he fights Red Zia Ranger Tommy. And the idea is like that he is in unconscious, but like his consciousness is in the morphing grid. So mm-hmm. I, I wonder if it's not oh, like so a force ghost the force. thing. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I wonder if, if when Rangers die, at least part of them doesn't become like part of. Oh wait, there is a force ghost. When ki- when the yeah. only Power Ranger who ever gets killed dies, she force yeah. ghosts. Yeah, so, she comes back. That's a force ghost. Yeah, yeah. And and I was gonna say it also happens. I think it's it's not samurai. I think it might be the previous the kung fu one, Wild Storm maybe. Uh, where one of the evil characters gets killed and then comes back as a force ghost for an episode. I'm sure this has happened before. I remember it vaguely. Yeah. So, so I, I think, think yeah, yeah, if you're tied to the morphing grid, it it, it like it, you become part of it, just like the force. Yeah, it seems like that so is the, the morphing grid is souls. Maybe if regardless, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. maybe regardless of if you're tied to the morphing grid or not, all souls go to the morphing grid, and it's just yeah. if you aren't strongly affiliated with a certain spectrum of it you don't retain any individuality so it's it's literally the life stream for final fantasy yeah yeah, yeah. it's also okay. kind of like the <laughs> Tommy avatar- is yeah it's also kind of like the avatar powers from uh avatar last airbender because like the sometimes they'll talk to like tommy talks to his previous forms i wonder if you were like oh, yeah. in tune enough could you like talk to old red rangers yeah like if he can access the morphing realm he can commune commune with the previous rangers yeah 
I, regular people just die, though. They just die. Right, yeah, and their souls go <laughs> yeah. to power to go to power the infinite war engine that Zordon taps into for his soldiers. <laughs> well, that's <Yeah>. uh, uplifting. <laughs> yeah, I should note that the reason that question happened is the way I phrased the question post was, hey, send us questions about Mass Rider, or give us the sweet release of death. We'll take either one. <laughs> yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I mean, yeah, that's not a bad question, though. I, I do think... I mean, I, the morphing grid is one of those like nebulous energy forces. I think a lot mm. of the stuff they do with it is kind of like the force, but that's also yeah. kind of like a lot of other things. It's just right, that's it's not, the, the most force famous is one. The super creative, like unique right. idea yeah. that you know that George Lucas came up with whole cloth. Right. The morphing grid is what if instead of it being like a weird virus that parasites transmit to you like the forces oh, God, there's no. some sort of supercomputer or something because at one point alpha gets inside the morphing grid and it just looks like a tube of of electricity of like technology they kind of use the term morphing grid in two different ways sometimes they're referring to it as an actual like energy grid like the electrical mm-hmm. grid that we have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's referring to a more metaphysical concept of the source of their powers. And I, I as, I've always kind of headcanon that the two are linked, but different. I always assumed they were the same. It could but, be. But they that could might be, be wrong. Yeah, they could be different. I mean, they'll never say so. But yeah, it's a good question. What else we got? Oh, we got plenty. Okay. So from uh, Daniel, what would Tom Lee, what would Tommy being deeply into Yu-Gi-Oh look like? What kind of deck would he run? Who is his favorite monster? And who is his favorite character on the TV show? Here's the problem Jeez. is that Luke's not here. So, but I think Emily is also a Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I, I'm, 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 I like Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not like super, super deep into it. So I don't know what kind of deck he'd run. Do, I mean, do we like, want to just, uh, do we want to just like shelve this question until we can, we can Luke wait till back? Luke's on. Sure. Sure. I feel Let's like see we'll next get more one. out of it if we wait for Luke. Yeah, I mean, so. Em, go ahead and give your answer if you had something. I just mean like I don't know, like I, I'm taking I, I take the easy way out. Is he probably has like um, monsters related to like his Zord at the time? Like maybe he had a dragon mm-hmm. deck, and then he has like a white tiger monster that he always uses later on. I could see that like switching with the seasons, he'd switch his decks. Oh, blue um, eyes, white, blue eyes, white tiger. I could see I could see Tommy being a hardcore unironic fan of Joey Wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I said, "Hey guys, I said Blue Eyes White Tiger was really funny and nobody liked it." I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like he he'd be more into Yugi cuz he's like he Yugi's the main character, so he's cool like me. I'm the main character. <laughs> see, I but see, I don't think Tommy sees himself as the main character. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, he definitely yeah. does when he becomes the White Ranger. I think sure. he would have liked Joey when he was a Green Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kaiba, uh. Kaiba's okay. yeah, too well, evil. He's like, that's a bad guy. I don't like bad well, guys. when he was shouldn't, evil, yeah, Green shouldn't Ranger. Tommy relate to the bad guy who kind of maybe not might not always See, be that bad? If we've learned anything from Power Rangers, is that Tommy is a very rich and complicated character, <laughs> and we cannot bog it down to one simple deck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's uh, please. If we, we should, we should save this question for when Luke's here. Uh, please, someone remind me. Uh, if okay, I forget. I can do that. Uh, okay, so let's see. From Trevor, have any of y'all watched the new Common Rider series, Common Rider Build? And if so, what are your thoughts? I've watched a little bit. It's good. 
I need to watch more. I like it. I I think the build suit is maybe my favorite common rider suit. So yeah, like, thank too. you, Zach, for looks, that fourth grade book report response. <laughs> it, it looks really cool. I don't. I mean, I don't. I've only seen like the first two or three episodes. No, I can't I tell I you that much really about like, it. I've seen a bit of it. I want to see more. It was good. Yeah. In contrast, common I mean, rider build is a show of contrast. I, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is because this whole thing is his powers are like he takes two things and puts them together. Yeah. Yeah, like his uh, main, his basic form is like what rabbit tank, mm-hmm. and like one of his <laughs> yeah, one of his so legs Mike, is like a, a string. <laughs> I, I will say that like he's red and blue, and I kind of thought it would be like fire and ice, but no, it's way less obvious than that. So like, at least he has a form that's that. like a diamond and like I think like a squeegee. No, question mark? no, no. I, I don't we know the inverse of diamonds are pearls. Everyone knows this. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the Pokemon. Yeah, I, I need. I need, to, I need to watch more actual Toku. So I got through Kamen Rider Ghost, and I got like <laughs> two-thirds of the way through Juoger, and I, I need to catch up on Juoger first and foremost. Uh, I watched the first episode of Kamen Rider X8, and I was a bit put off by the first episode, but apparently that show gets fucking buck wild after a few episodes, and I need to catch up. Hey, it gets better. I've seen like six episodes. Yeah, I, I just that the suit didn't do it for me the way that oh, like the suit is terrible. Is. Yeah, yeah. But it's also I, yeah. I like the fat suit. I like the chubby fat suit. <laughs> I think it's cool. <laughs> I, I watched uh, um a bit of Cameron Rider Amazons, and I really liked that. And it was really like, like it was weird seeing a a, a Sentai show that was like very mature. Where, where there's essentially oh, yeah, yeah. A, like, there's a part where like people get eaten by like ant monsters and it's essentially a zombie movie great amazon's is is pretty grody yeah it's wild because (laughs) like toku shows can throw dark on occasion but like in spite of what some toku fans will tell you like early common writer and early sentai not actually that dark and gritty it's just they're willing to do some things that american television isn't willing to do and there's some things they're not willing to do that american kids television will do but it's yeah there's a lot of people dying in that that first episode that's that's the big one is these people dying on screen i don't i don't know that people dying is like uh, like just civilian casualties is that dark well yeah i think that's the main thing to american tv yeah right that's that's american tv is like super like weirdly puritanical about some of that stuff well well, the the thing is i i just want to say that like usually like the the supposed darkness of earlier toku is largely exaggerated but like not with Common Rider Amazons. Common Rider Amazon, Amazons oh. is straight up like this ain't your mama's tokusatsu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, a cool dude, though. A, I like, like the it. first monster gets killed. The guy rips his heart out. Ooh. Yeah, like it's um, really gory. There is a dude what menacingly eats burgers. <laughs> and like, okay, like, <laughs> and what's 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 uh, funny about it? What's really good the, the juxtaposition of how serious it is, and there's still these goofy rubber costumes. <laughs> Like, if this was an anime, it'd be, like, legitimately terrifying. Yeah. But and it's listen, like, that's... Yeah. And listen, really when I say, that, you know, this ain't your mama's tokusatsu, that's not me, like, knocking it or trying to dismiss it. It's very good, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's basically, like, what if Toku wasn't, like, for kids explicitly? I need so, to get into that. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much our answer for that. I don't think anyone else here has been watching Common yeah. uh, Rider. It's good. No. I okay. like it. I want to watch more. Here's my book report. Continue. What's the yeah. next one? <laughs> okay. Uh, so this one's a bit weird. Uh, Mike asks, okay. this, is, this, is, this is not me. This is a different Mike. I want to make that clear. Because uh, I, I know I know what, what jokes are coming. <laughs> but uh, 
he 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 says he doesn't want to be crass or make fun of Zach's car crash, oh, but no. he says that like he, he asks if this particular person did it because he said he was out for revenge. But like every time I try to read the name, I get a headache and like my vision blurs. Oh, so I don't God. know what he's talking about. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you're asking if Jebediah caused my car crash, Who? and that's why he, he's just he's just this guy. And yeah, he, can, he, can you not can you not hear it when we say? Oh <laughs> <laughs> God, is there a bee in here? <laughs> yeah, there's a bee. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, wait, Zach, was your accident caused by a bee? Is it? Did, yes. Is your life literally that scene from the Stupids? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I was thinking more like a Tokusatsu anthropomorphized giant bee monster. But oh, so yeah, he was. It was caused by that uh, that recurring sketch from the original no, uh, season guys, of Saturday Night Live. I, I, uh-huh. I don't think I don't think Michael's had any of the void fish water yet. Is what it is. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the problem. I see what it is. Mike, I was going to make that reference, then I didn't, and then I realized, oh yeah, Luke isn't here to yell at us about referencing other podcasts, so fuck it. Okay, yeah, I guess that's the question, Zach. Uh, did yeah, was the, whatever was this... the promised revenge, like... No, there was no revenge, I just wasn't paying enough attention. I was not texting, but I just was not... Good. I, did I say what happened last time? Because it is stupid. I I literally was. I have to re I have to rearrange my spice rack, and I was thinking about how I could rearrange my spice rack. And then I looked, and there was a car, and I ran into the car. That's what happened. <laughs> so, Zach, I yes, I hope you stay with us for many many years to come <laughs> because you're a treasure but I worry about your safety. Okay, Thank Eric, you very Eric, much. Eric, can you put some really like serious after school special music in for this part? Yeah, kids, this is an intervention. Kids, no, 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 just everyone just give me a moment. Kids, cars are very powerful, very dangerous machines and no matter how comfortable you become with driving them, please always remember that it requires all of your attention to do safely. Yeah, it's true. Please, never think about rearranging your spice rack <laughs> while driving. Exactly, yes. <laughs> that is the, the moral just of this say episode. No to spice racks. Don't spice rack and drive. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Do you have any any other ones? We got plenty more. I do want to save some for next time, but I do want let's to do drop. One, uh, let's do one more. I want to do one more. Yeah, yeah. Because th- th- okay. this is this is where I was planning on stopping. Uh, okay. From uh, from Thon, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And I'm sorry if I'm not. Uh, what is your favorite spinoff TV series? Hmm. Because as we've established and we've reiterated multiple times, this is a backdoor pilot for another show. Oh. Uh, hmm. It's kind of the um, obvious place to go, but it might be Frasier. Yeah, Frasier like, is might like, be the best example of a show spinning off from a very successful show and being as good or better. It's definitely yeah, like, the, the Frasier easy completely answer. stands on its own. Like, wasn't, like, wasn't the Jeffersons a spinoff? Yes, but like a lot of folks forgot the show it spun off from. Yeah, I, forgot, I, I can't actually yeah. remember what good it is, but times. I think you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Jeffersons did it. Wasn't it from All in the Family? Yeah, I'll defend it. Yeah. The um, Simpsons yeah, like, might technically count because it was shorts on the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah. But yeah, if you count yeah, the true. Simpsons, it's the Simpsons. But yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, I, I think you I think you're right on a technicality that would count, but I it doesn't feel like the same thing. I'm looking the at Defenders? a list. Defenders? 
The what? I Sorry? guess the Defenders from Netflix. I guess. Yeah, that's a good. That's pretty good. Um, is it? Uh, it's not I mean, bad. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's good. It's I actually okay. I actually really like it. It it highlights. It works really well as a thing that brings different characters. It highlights those characters, why they're interesting. It highlights the supporting cast. And it constantly, constantly, constantly shits on Danny Rand throughout the whole thing. So it's <laughs> yeah. 100% recommendation yep. on my part. The show keeps on making fun of Danny Rand, Iron Fist, throughout the whole show. Yes, I agree. Good. Uh, I was going to say, it's not the best spinoff, or even necessarily my favorite, but like the first thing that I think of when I think of spinoffs are all the fucking... Just the numerous backdoor pilots that CSI got. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it had three yeah. spinoffs, and I think they did a backdoor pilot for every one of them. Whenever um, I think of backdoor pilots, I don't even remember what it was called, but uh, Bones had a backdoor pilot for, the I think Finder. it was called, like, The Finder, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Which is really bad and dumb, and I've seen a couple of episodes. That's a bad show, but that was a It's a weird backdoor dumb, pilot. Like, backdoor yeah. pilot, yeah. I mean, the best spinoff ever made is Joey, though. Yeah. I, I've seen every episode. I saw, at the time, every episode of Joey. I was, <laughs> it was during my let's watch American TV and learn English phase. So I saw every, every episode of Joey. Oh, That's boy. Great. How many episodes of Joey are there? There's... There's something. It's to a whole season. Yeah, there is. He did get a yeah, whole but season. like that's a normal show. It can't possibly be a sixty episode as Power no, Rangers. Like 20, 20, 22, maybe. yeah, something like that. Um, here's so something. So, what was I... the premise of Joey? Like, what was what was the setup? He moves to LA with one of his sisters, and the sisters, uh, the sisters, uh, younger, younger, uh, the sister's son, who is a famous comedian who I can't, who went on to be famous. And I can't remember who he is. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's in LA. He wants to be an actor. And he falls in love with his uh, neighbor who has a boyfriend or is married. And that's it. That's all I can remember from like 10 years ago. I do think there's a little bit of a difference between. There's like kind of two kinds of this, right? There's spinoffs where like it's an established character like Frasier that mm-hmm. like gets his own show. And then there's like the backdoor pilot stuff where it's still a spinoff, but like where it's the, the, like the, the finder the, that you referenced is is like a new character that's never been in mm-hmm. Bones. He's in one episode yeah. and then they give him a TV show. Right. It's like, where they it's invent like the character bizarre. where you invent yeah. the character in an established show to give them some sort of a like some sort of an introduction Fan to audiences or, so you yeah. can then sell them on this new show featuring it. There, Recent um, example would be the would be Flash coming off of Arrow. Fla- right. I was actually going to yeah. mention Flash. Flash is a pretty good one. Uh, yeah. There's also, I I had forgotten, Pinky and the Brain and Freakazoid were both spinoffs of, oh, yeah. spin-off yeah. of Pinky and the Brain being more of the uh, first example where it was an established recurring bit that eventually got its own show. Right. Freakazoid being yeah. more of one where they created a character to cr- give a spinoff There's a bunch to. of good ones. Recently, I feel like the only ones I can really think of are Flash and uh, uh, Legends Tomorrow, Def- and Defenders, kind of Legends Tomorrow's, yeah, Defenders also. Angel, Angel's one from Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are a lot. Calling something a spinoff gets a little weird when it's a planned multiverse. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, uh, Frankie is is the actor you were thinking of, Paulo Costanzo. 
No. Um, let me Google it. Maybe I just imagined he was famous. Well, when you say plan, <laughs> when, you, when you say plan multiverse, like Michael, I don't, I don't think Arrow. They knew they were going to have like the Flash when they made the first season of Arrow. That's true. And then they like, and then Arrow was successful, so they're like, let's keep doing this. What do we call Arrow? Because the guy who played Air, like, like Green Arrow, is tangentially tied to Smallville. No, it's a completely different setting it's the same universe. it's the same guy and no it isn't yeah no it's not isn't it, it i don't know it's a completely different so. actor dude no, green green arrow shows up in smallville but it's not connected i thought it was way. the same yeah. guy huh no it's no, a different actor so. entirely no yeah. it, it becomes this whole we- smallville in the later seasons became this whole weird thing where like on some level they started loosening up and letting the show be more like the comic books, but they did that precisely because fewer people were watching anyway. Oh, small later Smallville was full on Justice League, except that Clark still couldn't fucking call himself Superman. It was so yeah, stupid. It was, it was yeah. <laughs> they hamstrung themselves with their own rules about Smallville, because like Smallville yeah. outgrew its original premise, but they refused to just grow with it. It was really dumb. But yeah, right. but also like they, they couldn't use any of like the heavy hitters, so there's no Wonder Woman or Batman. It's all like if mm-hmm. Justice League was Clark Kent, Cyborg. not Superman, just Clark Kent. Yeah, Superboy. And then like Green Arrow and like the Flash, and I think Aquaman. I think, yeah. One of the Green Lanterns, I don't think it was Hal Jordan, I think it was like the Golden Age ass fucking Green Lantern. Or something like that. Alan Scott. So Alan I, Scott, yeah. I double checked and yes, it is Paulo Costanzo. And the thing I was thinking him on is he went on to be the main character in Royal Pains. Oh that shit. Show. And also he plays a uh, a very small role in uh, 50 Cent Bulletproof, the video game. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Seminal human work, 50 <laughs> Cent Blood in the Sand. I love that game, but we don't need to talk about it. The best uh, piece of art that has happened in the last 100 years. <laughs> yeah. 50 Cent Bulletproof. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that's it for us this week. Um... Frankie, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Extra with one E. Uh, you, I technically have a podcast that I should make more episodes. There's three episodes out of Russell Place. Yes, that may sound familiar. It's less place, but for wrestling characters, uh, <laughs> I have three episodes out. I'll make more, but go listen to the episode I have uh, pinned in my uh, Twitter. It's really funny and really good, and we we talk about anime and tokusatsu, I think. Anyway, it's a good episode. Uh, go listen to my episode of uh, Eric's podcast, who which I love a lot. Uh, uh, the whole podcast, not just my episodes, inside the Master Studio. And that's about it. Cool. Um, I, 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 I guess that's going to do it for us this week. Um, so... Come back next week. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by our Skype chat. How the fuck can you <laughs> think those are the same person? They don't look anything alike. They're both generic ass CW pretty boy white guys. They're also completely different faces. Also, none of us got to plug anything else. I, I know you're being distracted <laughs> by all the man flesh. It's a, there's a lot of abs going on here. Yeah, and also now it's just shirtless Stephen Amell, which is hot and all, but like, He's yeah, very okay. Good. Who, Mike? <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. You can hear me on Home for Infinite Losers. You can hear me on Going Pear Shaped.
There you go. M. Um, you can catch me on. I mean, Michael already, already mentioned Home for Vin Losers, but you can also catch me on War and Beast and In Pursuit of Passions. And you can catch me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. And Joel. Go to audioentropy.com. That's where all our stuff is. Also, go to youtube.com slash audioentropy for all of our video content, which includes a uh, tabletop campaign that Mike is in, that Luke runs. And it includes a Deus Ex Human Revolution Let's Play that myself and Emily do. That I yeah. forgot to upload an episode for yesterday. I have to get on that. <laughs> so, Joel, have you just given up on plugging Digital Moncast? Is it just, like, you're just ashamed of it now? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's still it's still airing. It's airing more than it has been in a long time. I it's don't know. Back it's back and stronger if, than ever. If you've been listening to this, you know I do that by now. <laughs> So that's gonna that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, come back next week. We'll finish up this, and then we're gonna do some ninja stuff. Hooray! I mean, Zach, Zach, do, do you have anything to plug? I mean, surely you do something other than this, right? Because we're all doing like fifty million things. I I go to work, and then I come home and I clean the house. No, Don't I mean podcast shame, Zach. <laughs> Joel and I are still doing our Persona Five uh, playthrough very slowly. If you yeah. search Joe Joel's Bizarre Adventure on YouTube, you can find I'm it. On, like episode five and. Th- I was in episode five, and that was like eight hours in, and then I was like, "Should I buy this game or keep watching this?" So <laughs> buy the decided. game was the correct was the correct call. I'll tell you that right I mean, now. Well, I haven't bought it. We're not going to finish that game for like two years. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I have so... time to make up my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I was eight hours in five episodes. I don't know if I want to play those eight hours after watching you. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, wait until we finish, and by then you'll be ready to revisit the game. Yeah, because you'll. Yeah. I, I literally. I'm pretty sure that when we finish, I'm gonna start a new playthrough and just play through it because I won't remember anything by the time we get there. So you barely remember anything it. during the episodes. Yep, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, come back next week. Fourteen years with attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Emily. I'm Joel. And I'm Frankie. And may the power protect you always. To the power. To the power. Back in action. Tell us, Dex. What happened to your planet? And what are those? Crystals on your foreheads. I'll show you. Mind crystals. They give us the ability to communicate our thoughts as well as images. A political shift toward Western-style presidency and a cabinet system of government utilizing the properly elected People's Congress. It has enslaved our people and forced them to mine the soil. This releases noxious gases that will ultimately destroy our planet. But how could you let this happen? You see, it was quite electrifying. Um, Solidarity put Gorby to the test by demanding a dominant voice in Polish government. With little assistance in sight, Solidarity won stunning election victories over Poland. Reformers drove out communists and free elections were set for 1990. The fresh winds of change have finally arrived.
Any more questions?